Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, back to an, another episode of Snooze and Booze. Um, today, our guest is going to be Tony Quadra. Uh, if you remember Quadra from previous episodes, he's uh, he's quite a character. <laughs> uh, he's pretty funny. And uh, since we've had him on before, we're, we, squ- we stay away from the interview kind of format, and we go more into just covering uh, opinions and conversations over news topics and whatnot. And we had a lot of fun, man. This is a really, really good episode. This is pretty cool. And yes, if anyone's wondering, there is a about a 10-minute rant that I do on uh, Batman versus Superman. I address all the uh, people hating on the movie, all the critics, and even some of the uh, comic book fans. It's um, you know what? I personally I loved it. You you you'll get more from when I when you hear the the rant. But I personally loved the movie. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. It was everything I hoped for and more. Um, I thought it was very. Cl- I thought it definitely catered to the comic book fan, the DC comic book universe. And uh, and I was fine with it. You know, I mean, it's you know, I'm always bitching. I'm always complaining about how come they never do fan service. And, you know, usually the animated films are like that, but uh, they do that. But this time we finally got to see a big studio movie that really did cater to a lot of fan service. And I like I said, I thought, you know, I fell in love with it. I thought it was amazing. And, uh, you know, actually, we I, I kind of got into it um, with uh, our friends, Rick and Eric from the Spin That Back YouTube channel. And they disagree with it. There's some of the they're part of the um, giving it. A lot of critical hate, but there we're gonna have them on the podcast in a pretty soon episode, and we're gonna do like a a review, and I'm gonna do my best to defend the film, you know. <laughs> uh, so look forward to that coming up soon. Uh, but yeah, yeah, this was a good episode. I really, I really enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoy listening to it as well. Without any further ado, this is episode 59 of Snooze and Booze. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody just joining us. We you just missed some girl vibrating in the window talk right now. <laughs> Are you recording this? Yeah, just yeah. right now. Just started. Huh? Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, what do we call it? How you been? How you guys been? Good, oh, good, good, good. Man. good. All yeah, right. Finally got the week so. Oh yeah, was it a long one? Longer than usual? Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Buzzing. <laughs> um, how was it, man? Were you just uh, they would drag on or? What? Oh yeah, just long days, man. You know. Yeah. Just uh, sleep deprived. Yeah. How come? Oh, I just can't sleep. Really? Like, just, yeah. Like this week has just been like worse than usual. I got some re- steaming pills to recommend for you. <laughs> oh, I think. Oh man, I don't know. But you got to stop using that cocaine because that thing's bad of a drug. You what? What are you leaving your pockets for? Oh, because I remember you had given me one. Oh, okay. But I don't. I don't remember what jacket or what I was wearing when you gave it to me. I don't know where it went. I get some more. You definitely gotta take them early enough because if you take them too late, like if you take them right before you go to sleep, you're gonna wake up with that. Just you know, that medicine. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so if you take them like early and then just force yourself up till you're ready to go to sleep, that's better. Like I usually take them at seven, maybe eight, even. And then, you know, I by the time I knock out, like, around 10, 10 30, then I'm good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, it's a, out of my system enough. That's what I do with roofies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I bet you do. <laughs> I can fight it. How about <laughs> yourself? How about yourself? Oh, I had a good week. It was long, but, uh, and thick. <laughs> and, but, uh, it was a very eventful week. Yeah. So. Eventful? Eventful, yeah. Elaborate. Right? Elaborate, yes. Uh, I went to an uh, MMA fight. I was working uh, security. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, you missed out on that, brother. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you had to trade in for Batman vs Superman. Yeah, I had bought my tickets like a month ago, so I couldn't. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know. But there's another showing of Batman <laughs> 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 the next day. Hey, man, I gotta be first, man. Yeah, yeah. I gotta get on there to uh, counteract all those haters, man. Oh, uh, I, I know. I was, 
As soon as I saw uh, oh, I have... Batman was everything I expected, I'm yeah. like, uh, Batman sucks. Uh, no, I literally had like a whole paragraph of statements, uh, I mean a statement, of a statement, copy and pasted, ready to go. Because I kept getting uh, like texts, hey, what do you think of this or what do you think of that? And then I'd have to, I'd have to, like, the first few times I'd have to re-do, retype everything. Like, okay, here's my explanation, my thoughts, why I still thought it was awesome, and, and why uh, some people, I know why some people didn't like it. And uh, and then I had to, like, okay, you know what, fuck it. So I just kept the save. Then when I kept getting, like, hit up on either social media or messages, just, just text, people were texting me, what'd you think of it? You know, who the ones who liked it, liked it, when she did it. And then I'd have to, like, okay, send, uh, send a copy, send, paste, you know? So I was already ready to go. I, I literally had, I don't know, how many pictures of Batman and Superman making out? <laughs> just <laughs> rainbow colors, like, look at these two fags. All of a sudden, we guys running around in tights. It's the, the cool thing to do. When I used to do it. Yeah. Walk around my underoos to tell me, hey, get out of Walmart. You're 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's go back. Uh, so you had you did your you were uh, doing a head of security at a MMA event, right? Yeah. So there was a couple names. Uh, the the referee that's called Big John. Big John McCarthy. Yeah. He's and, real and then the the Viking guy. The when I uh, <laughs> John Beltran. John Beltran. He's, that, he's mostly a Bellator referee. Well, he, he was a cool ass guy. Turns uh, out I started talking to him. Yeah, uh, he's. Uh, uh, an L.A. sheriff. Yeah. He works in Narco. Mm-hmm. He's, right. he's got long handlebar mustaches. Yeah, he's famous for yeah, it. I, I walked up to him and I go, hey, man, you know, I'm not too much of uh, a celebrity chaser or anything else. Uh, Usually a fat chick chaser. And <laughs> I got him with that one. Nice. And uh, he goes, oh, I say, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? I thought this is the white Viking guy. This guy is like from Sinaloa. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in Downey. Beltran. He's yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but once he told me his name and then... Uh, just small world. Uh, when I used to be a police explorer, uh, he used to be mm-hmm. a brand new boot for the sheriff's department. And your sister's a cop too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I started naming off people I knew, and he knew the same thing. And he goes, "Oh, that's fucking badass!" And I even invite him to the podcast. He goes, "Yeah, I'll come down to one day." Yeah. I'm like, oh, "All right, nice. cool." Yeah. So I got my first celebrity guest. Actually, let's elaborate on that. I was telling Luffy about this earlier, but uh, you got us our first press pad. We're gonna have a press pad oh, for yeah. a, for an MMA yeah. event in May, so we're gonna be able to cover an event there. So look forward to that show. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's gonna be man. That's that's amazing. Yeah, so uh, actually, you said somebody else is doing a podcast. Yeah, and, uh, and it's a YouTube guy because I've seen him before. Uh-huh. And, uh, just his face. And I'm like, who the hell is this fucker? He was walking around with his uh, cell phone and talking into it. He has some, uh, his own personal sidekick. Uh huh. And I called in his extra battery pack. And, and I'm going, I asked him, I go, uh, what are you doing here? He goes, oh, we're doing a podcast. I go, uh, uh, is it like snooze and booze? And he goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, is it like snooze and booze? Uh, no, it's a... Uh, I go, are you sure it's not like snooze and booze? While he's talking and, and, and he's moving this camera away. I go, yeah, that's the podcast that I know. I, I don't know who you guys are. You guys, oh, this part, that's yeah. crazy. You guys are going to have to move to the back. He goes, who are you? I'm, I'm fucking security. What do you think? I'm just coming up to random people. So all, all night I would come up to him like, uh, snooze and booze. News and booze. <laughs> Hopefully, he was live fucking streaming that event. That's oh, hilarious, man. dude. I hope he ends up like looking this up and goes, "Ah, oh, that yeah. fucking asshole." That yeah, whoever that guy is. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Yeah, so there was uh, some big names there. Uh, like you said, uh, it was like a they were going from boxing to MMA fighting. Yeah. Uh, the promoter, and then uh, even uh, Pacquiao's uh, coach. Freddie Roach? Freddie oh, Roach. Nice. They were honoring them that day. Yeah. Yeah, so they gave him uh, an award. Uh, uh, I think Larry Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, he was that there. He yeah. presented the... 
a trophy to him. That's awesome, man. And then the high-end Russian bitches that were there. Oh, my goodness. Dude. Tits Dude. and ass. I was like... Because you mainly, like, I don't know, I don't know really listen, but you mainly do security for the Armenian. Yeah, Armenian. And ROC, they're called the Russian Organized Crime. Yeah, Union. remember my little uh, post of uh, Armenian with the Armenians? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You had asked me to do an event, and I think I was recording, so I couldn't yeah. go, but man, I would love to, but that's definitely a world you got to be weary in and be real careful. No, you, about, have to be, you, know? you have to be connected about it, because when oh. I first came onto it, they were like, hey, how's it going? Uh, now the head guy, he looks at me, he goes, hey, Tony, what's going on? Yeah. And I get the total coke in. Yeah. Because I'll go to his car and come back, hey, brother, <laughs> how you doing? Let's go get some tattoos and bitches. Yeah. And his wife is standing like five feet away like, ah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> he's one of us, huh? Yeah, so, yeah, he, he's, they're, they're gangster. Now, you see the whole family there, mm. his family-owned place. But it's uh, an Armenian church off of Vine in Lexington. Yeah. And then they built a million dollar uh, hall. Yeah. They have lights. They have, it's a it's the one place in Hollywood that seats about five hundred people. Wow! So it, they have a lot of high end events and everything else. And like I was saying, yeah, a lot of Russian mom that come in. Literally one Russian party before, they gave us a list and they had extra security and they had these guys walking with little clutch bags. I'm going, what the fuck is that? And my buddy Lou, who's a Glendale cop, he goes. Oh, that's where they keep their guns. <laughs> oh, I'm going to a little clutch bag. Yeah, they think they're they're hiding it or yeah. some shit. <laughs> he goes, if something goes down and one of, a fight breaks out, yeah. and a gun drops, just walk away. Yeah, right. I bet. All right, that's that's right. That's right. That works for me. <laughs> so as I was looking at the list, I'm going uh, all the basic Russian names you you got. Yeah. Uh, Peter Slovich or yeah. whatever that, and then on the bottom last six names it says KGB KGB yeah. KGB I'm like oh okay <laughs> oh. <laughs> alright yeah, yeah. Like, well, now I'm working for communists now good America KGB over here huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny um, yeah that's pretty cool yeah so we're gonna end up doing that I think in May right second week yeah. of May where's so, it gonna be um, it's gonna be at a tagging complex off of Vine and Lexington hey so, basically, I'm the person that throws out people. So, you oh. guys will have run-of-the-mill, walk around, do whatever the hell you want. Press badges for it. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. You gotta wear Kevlar or anything? No, no. No, <laughs> no yeah. most people are there in, like, uh, what's well, a... Uh, yeah, it was a black tie, yeah, black tie event, tuxedo right, event. Yeah. Like, like I said, it was high-end. People, the the seats were $3,500 a plate. What were you... Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. What were you talking about, um... The commission. Who'd you run into that has the runs the California State Commission? So after, because knowing me, I, I snooze or smooze with everyone. Yeah. And I introduce myself and say, "How you doing, Tony Quadri? If, uh, uh, if you need any help, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I introduce myself <laughs> properly, and I guess I made a good impression on him. And he's uh, one of the commissioners for the fights. Mm-hmm. And then he asked uh, me and another security guy who's also an ex Glendale cop. Yeah. And he said, hey, uh, are you guys looking to uh, work as commissioners? I'm like, what? Is this guy fucking with us? <laughs> and he gave me all the names and lists and the contact number and his boss. And and I'm like, all right, sure. So that, that's why I sent it out to you. Yeah. And I figured that'd be something that's right up your alley. Oh, yeah, for sure. Judging, yeah. Judging fights and telling people I was getting that good payoff on the side. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. man. What? <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, sorry, I must be with the Armenians still are. <laughs> yeah, that's all you, man. No, I for sure would do it. No, yeah, I, I went to, and I looked it up and I looked at the, and the application fee alone is like 150 Uh So maybe when I get next uh, good payday or yeah. whatever, I'll, I'll go up there and look it up. 
Yeah, I know they're always hiring. Man, they have such shitty jo- shitty judges in MMA. The, oh, there's a lot. There's very rare good ones. And mo- most of them are because, number one, most of them come from the boxing world yeah. only. So they don't know how to uh, rate MMA. Yeah, or trans- they know, yeah exactly. They don't over. know how to give points to this or that. Even if someone has a great defense, and but the other guy was on top. And even though, oh, they're going to give that guy. But he was never, even though the guy from the bottom was trying to go for submissions. I- I'm telling you this. Yeah. When I walked in and introduced myself and uh, talked to the judges, because I wanted to make sure I say who's who. Yeah. These judges were literally uh, like seven years old and above. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. they were old boxing yeah, judges. Course, and, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. And they were uh, like, all right, do they even know what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And I figured the only one really knew was the, the referee inside and, uh, yeah. and a couple of the guys on the outside of the gate yelling. Yeah. But, oh, the coaches, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's uh that's definitely something um I'm interested in the court. And most of the judges don't have to do that. It's not like it pays well, but it pays enough for it's yeah. extra. Most people have a different job on the outside on the outside anyway. So I'm like, oh, I'd love to do. Yeah, yeah like I said, it. I was surprised to see that all the refs were uh, police officers or sheriffs. That happens a lot. Actually, yeah. a famous picture. Of, uh, it was getting famous, but recently came out of Big John McCarthy. Yeah. In the L.A. riots, they have him in. Yeah, full with, the, with the shotgun. Uh-huh, and yeah, everything absolutely. Else. Yeah, he and was there. He was one of the, he was a young rookie cop at the time. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, because when I introduced myself to him, I go, "Hey, you know, let me shake your hand. Thank you for uh, your services yeah. during the LAPD." He goes, "Oh, I thought you could tell me for the fights." So I like, oh, fuck the fights. <laughs> so, you know, anyone can do that. And I go, "You did the hard part, LAPD." And he said, yeah, he was on for 13 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was also a uh, their self-defense uh, teacher at the yeah, academy. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And he still trains now. Yeah. And uh, I think I think he trains out of Grace Jiu-Jitsu in, in Torrance. I, I mean, almost everybody trains out of there, though, because uh, it's one of the most populated yeah. places. But um, what's been called? He he's one of those guys that like oh they ask him like what what are you still doing here like yeah. you're, you're the you're the you're you shit. and Herb Dean oh. are the the epitome for refs you know everybody knows you guys like man if I don't keep learning and they do some shit and I don't know what's going on then I'm that's when you fall out of it yep. like, that's a good attitude to have you know we me and Loaf recently we saw that you know that Australia card where that ref from Australia oh yeah, yeah, yeah. who didn't know what the fuck he's doing he should have called like it's it's all over the podcast now like what's and never let him ref another fight ever again that ref was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he let a fight like this, and he uh, it should have ended in the second round. Uh-huh. He let it go on into the third round, but this guy's literally like <laughs> banging his head. This guy's got multiple concussions by now, man. And yeah. they were like, "What the fuck?" And then he comes down the third, kind of wobbly, and he ends up getting <laughs> taking the sh- the fuck out of him. And it's just like, man, what is wrong? Uh, Purcell was his name. Uh, and I was like, what? Everybody's everybody's thinking yelling the same at thing. him. Yeah, yeah, like yelling at their TV screen, like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, it's what it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that fight. I got paid well for that one. I'm sure you did. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I already knew what was going. <laughs> Going to go into the third round. All right. Uh, today, as I thank you very much, Quadra, for coming on the show too. Because today was actually going to be an old school episode. We just couldn't get a guest. Uh, uh, the guest we had scheduled uh, flaked out on us in the last moment. Minute. What a bastard! No, it's fine. We were going to go old school, and then you hit me up actually, like, oh shit, yeah, it, yeah. It come, you know, because we were talking about you in the last podcast. I think we're like, hey man, whenever we have a, a you know open spot, Quadra, come through. You know, kind of. Uh, we know we love your uh, yeah. <laughs> your, your sense of humor. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, uh, I'd just like to say I'm going to try to keep this thing as least offensive as possible. So happy, we'll get out of here. Yeah, happy Zombie Jesus Day. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah. Easter. Yeah. yeah, Good Friday. <laughs> zombie Jesus. I've heard him refer to that uh, once or twice before. By the way, yeah. yeah. My my mom kicked me out because 
I had Jesus riding a, a, a T-Rex yeah. T-shirt, and she goes, what the hell is that? That's pretty badass, man. Blasphemy. I'm like, what? It's Jesus. <laughs> it might be the same ones that I had. I had a, a Jesus uh, Jesus playing hockey meme. Yeah. And it was like, oh, Jesus, I didn't know you played hockey. He's like, I'm Jesus. I can do anything. <laughs> Something like stupid like that. It was tight, though. Uh, uh, well, mostly how it goes for uh, these kind of shows, we have an outline of news topics. And then we'll hit them, and we'll talk about them each show. And there's three three uh, big news topics that we're going to hit. I'm not following your rules. Uh, no, we don't have to. <laughs> it's just an outline, man. Uh, but we're tr- I'm going to try to go from serious to least serious so we don't, we don't end on a depressing So note. just uh, keep it light. So, well, I'm going to start with Progressively the Bel- get lighter. Exactly, yeah. Because I'm going to start with the Belgium thing because... You know, we talked about the Paris attack. The last time. waffles. Yeah, that's absolutely. I actually made that joke uh, previously. Like, uh, I had posted a thing. Oh, uh, when they happened, the Belgium thing. The you know the Brussels, mm-hmm. the attacks in Brussels. Like, oh, rest in peace. I really love their waffles. It was something very mm-hmm. similar to that. So, so we'll start with that, and then we'll hit up MMA is now legal in New York. You're kind of touching briefly about MMA anyway. Um, and then we'll end with Cat Williams getting beat up by seven. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, 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 I just seen that one. Video. So those are gonna be the three main ones. Uh, do you guys want to get into now, or anything else you guys want to talk about before we get? Excited? Oh, did you did you come with any ideas to talk about the show or anything? Like that? Did you anything pop in your head like, oh, that'd be a good one for news and booze, something like that? Fat chicks. <laughs> okay. I just gotta say that I had like several dates lined up tonight with fat chicks. Actually, it was just one chick that was really fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I said, you know what? Am I gonna spend? All that money on her or come down with the guys? Yeah. I don't come down with She's the guys. She's a guarantee lay, though. Yeah, I know, but I was like, I, I was just in that mood where I, I didn't want to put in no effort. Yeah, I know, man. I've been there before, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. She's telling me I'll do whatever you want. I'm like, just <laughs> pretend you're going to you're gonna fight or something, you know? <laughs> you like that resistance? Yeah, she's, she was shaking a little thing of pills and like, I got roofies. Like, yeah. you already started? Yeah. How about you, Love? Anything that came up in your head for the week that you wanted to bring up on the Uh, podcast? Nothing like that. I don't know. No, it doesn't come (laughs) I would doubt it, yeah. (laughs) I I am a sick individual, you know. Hey, nobody's perfect. Jesus Uh, was. (laughs) Was. Was. (laughs) Uh, shit. um, Well, I still have to watch the movie, so I, I don't have any input on it. For what? For uh, Batman and Superman. What are you thinking about all the bad reviews? I'm like, man, I'm tripping out. I'm like, I don't know what to... Like, I'm uh-huh. like, hey, should I even watch it? <laughs> oh, like, what's not. going on right now? It's Zack um, Snyder. Um, but, uh, shit. You know what? We were kind of... Some bold statements going on. Kind of right arguing there. back and forth with uh, El Cid. <laughs> single size list. Uh, oh, our, boys from, uh, our boys from uh, uh, Spin, that, Spin that Bat podcast. Because he said it was horrible and all that stuff. Here's the thing. It definitely does. Uh, it, here's the thing that I like about it that I always wished because you always have with a comic book movie, you get the the studio heads going like, oh, let's get. Um, we have to make it for everybody. We don't want to cater to the comic fans and let the audience feel excluded, the regular audience because most of America doesn't read comic books or know the comic book stuff. So if you're not a comic book fan, if you don't know the DC universe well. You're gonna feel like what the fuck is going on sometimes. You're gonna feel like that. Like, what did this mean? What did that yeah. mean? And it's gonna take you out of the movie, and it's gonna make you feel like, uh, like dumb oh. man. I said, like, what am I doing here? Not just that, but it's just like the plot's jumping around, or it's not like it's too many things going on. What's going on? This movie was catered for the perfect DC uh, fan, and mm. and that's why I loved it so much. 
Now I'm able to be separate for like because I'm a film buff as well. Nerd. And I'm like, yeah. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a film buff as well, so I'm able to you know separate. Myself. But I still liked it as a film. It was great performances. It was a good storyline. And yes, there was points where it goes out, jumps here and there. But I like that because it made me feel like a comic book. Because yeah. comic books do that all the time. You're reading two, three pages. All they of a sudden, it's jumping to a subplot here. Two, three pages. There's different going stories to this. going yeah. on simultaneously. And that's yeah, how yeah. I felt. And it made me feel like I'm reading a comic book so, in a little Did bit. you feel like a watcher? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Zack Snyder, Snack Snyder right there. Um, and, and then with the things that were going on did not let me confuse. It, may, it was actually Easter eggs for me. For the comic book fan, like, oh shit, that's a mention to Darkseid. Oh shit, that's a mother box. That's how Cyborg got transformed in the New 52. Like, shit like that was perfect. Oh snap, there's a, you know, like, all these things were, were like, uh, that everybody else would be, wouldn't get and wouldn't know what's going on. For me, it's like, yes, I know exactly what's going on. Or even, like, uh, they did a lot of stuff where it was straight from the comic books. Like, a vi- it was basically a movie co- version of what, uh, things that happened in The Dark Knight. So in the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. like the you know, not not necessarily spoiler. No, it's not spoiler. Dark Knight's been out for like thirty years, but the Dark Knight comic book, Dark Knight Returns with Frank Miller. There's a part where like uh, Superman gets like nuked, and then he ends up turning like almost skeletary. Well, they put a similar, very similar thing in that movie, and the visual is per- there's actually in the trailer that visual where where Batman kind of grapples right before he gets blown up, and the, the, that like if you screenshot that, that's exactly the cover of the Dark Knight. Like oh, they were doing, cool. yeah, yeah, they were doing a lot of things that was for the comic book fan that would know this, the material very well. Like I said, the average moviegoer, I'm sure they're gonna feel confused. I'm sure they're gonna feel lost, and I'm sure they're gonna feel like, oh, the plot wasn't there, and some of the uh, performances were overacting. Like, hey, for you guys, then it's not for you. Go fuck yourself. But don't tell yeah. me that the movie's bad because you don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's this is a movie for the fans. And it was in it, and I most from what I know, everybody who's not a critic, most of the fans have been like, "Oh my god, this movie is awesome!" Every review I've read from an actual comic book fan has like, "This is amazing! It's everything you wish for and more!" You know that kind of thing. Were they over thirteen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. Okay. Okay. Just... <laughs> yeah, because most of our comic book fans are we're we're in our late. 30s and 40s yeah. now when, yeah. when the main part of uh, DC or Marvel Universe came around. Yeah. Like, I'm a big Wolverine fan. I had that shit. Uh-huh. God damn it. I, had that, I just bluged all over myself. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You're a big Wolverine fan. So. Yeah, big Wolverine fan. And uh, so that's, I look for those Easter eggs coming out. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's something uh, in the making that we all been waiting for. Yeah. You know, to see uh, yeah, our kind of heroes come to life. Iconic, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, like the Batman's, hell, I still remember with uh, what's the name, Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. That's that was Batman that I, I grew up with. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. where he couldn't turn his head because the cowl was yeah. the one <laughs> one big old thing. He's like, ah, that's a famous thing that's been wrong with a lot of Batman. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually the one thing that's uh, good reviews or bad reviews. Everybody's been giving praise to Ben Affleck because uh, he shut everybody up who said he wasn't into you know who wasn't be a good Batman. He shut everybody up because. His Batman is the... It's literally out of the pages. It's it's fucking amazing, man. Mm. His Batman is perfect. Actually, I remember when I was a kid... Actually, when I was watching Dogma, I I remember I would say, like, man, Ben Affleck would be a great Batman or Superman. I remember saying that. Like, man, I really want him to be... uh, You know, obviously, Batman is my favorite, so a Batman. But I thought he had a great chin and a great shoulders, and he was tall. Like, just physically... He'd make a perfect. Right. T- hey, 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 what do you want, from me, man? What do you want? Have you heard the last podcast? I'm yeah. sure we'll make it out. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I was, and his performance in Dogma, where he's just very serious and very like, man, that's a, that's a super, that's his iconic superhero. Ben Affleck is 
was I, who I always wanted Batman to portray, and yeah, mm. and he and he did not disappoint, man. He did not let, let me down on this one. You, you know what? Uh, just a little side note, because I'm kind of an asshole sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, this for Batman still. I have a buddy of mine from an old high school friend. Yeah, that uh, ended up hooking up with this one chick that uh, uh, her son is blind. So okay. the oh, chick is shit. hot as fuck. Here we yeah. go. The chick is hot as fuck, and my buddy Chubbs is the ugliest motherfucker ever. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, Chubbs. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but I guess he was the nice guy that came out. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so, but he's, he treats uh, the kid like his, his own son. Yeah. And the chick's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like, the only reason why that she's with him because Chubbs makes some uh, decent money working at Time Warner Cable. Yeah. And, I mean, he's the ugliest motherfucker ever. Yeah. All this uh, Facebook post is about food. But, makes sense, yeah. You know. But they do a lot of things for, for the boy, and... uh they take him to plays. He plays the saxophone. Oh, they, they got him the saxophone uh, with uh, the Iron Man colors. Okay, cool. Hey, it's a fucking bitchy looking saxophone, but he'll, cool, yeah. he'll never see it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the <laughs> fucked up thing about it. But uh, They that, tell him it's Iron Man colors. Yeah, they, they tell it's him. It's really pink. But he, fucking he's... Hello Kitty. <laughs> all he knows is like red and blue. Does he really know what red and blue right. is? Yeah. Whatever, mine colors. Yeah, he was born blind. Oh, that's crazy. So, Let's get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just turn him away. <laughs> Be facing the wall. I've been talking to the fan the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, and we'll the, take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly. <okay. laughs> but this is the part. They took him to go see the Batman Superman movie. Yeah. Chubbs is a super nerd. I mean, I, he, he might rival you yeah. when it comes to uh, Being Superman. Blind? Oh, yeah. okay. My blind too. <laughs> so I was thinking, man, if I would have gone with them, well, uh, I would have been sitting next. Because they went with a whole bunch of other blind kids, and it what? was in, and it was in 3D, like ones that weren't partially blind oh, man, or anything yeah. else. But they want them to make make them feel like they're normal kids. And yeah, everything. of course. So they bought them the 3D vision, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm laughing. Yeah. And you know the one eye uh, man. Uh, it's was, a, yeah, yeah, the troll. Even in a one eye troll is a king in the in, land, in of, the land blind, of the blind. Yeah. So I'm over there and I'm whispering to the kids' ears. I want to say, I'm Batman. Yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> you know, just whispering random yeah, shit. Yeah, they, yeah. they wouldn't even know. Is that part of the is movie? Surround yeah. sound? What's going on? <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Dude, they should have taken to see Daredevil. Uh, they might relate better, man. I'm saying to see Batman, right? You know, should have put Daredevil season two on Netflix. Mm. Also amazing. Hello, uh, what do you think about disabled kids? <laughs> you're a bastard. You're making yeah, fun of them? Yeah, you're laughing the whole time. Yeah, yeah Lil. What's wrong hey. with you? I was laughing at the jokes, not so much their situation. <laughs> but um, hey, they could be funny. Just because they're blind doesn't mean they can't be funny. Yeah. But was it like the Key and Peele? Uh, yes. Uh, that's probably the funniest <laughs> game I've ever seen in my life, man. Ah, it, ah. it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> Make fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> I am gay, too. Well, that chick, on the real, that chick next to him had huge tits, man. I was, I was into that, man. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I just they want to come after him because I didn't want him to come after me and my nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I, got, oh. I know how that guy feels. <laughs> I just like at that moment I know exactly how he feels. Oh, dude, <laughs> do so, man! Like, you're an asshole, you asshole. And he was just trying to avoid it the whole time. Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> the girl puts his her phone. If you guys, for everybody at home knows what I'm talking about, check out a uh, King Peel insult comic. On uh, just search that on YouTube, and it's probably the funniest sketch you'll ever see in your entire life. I, it, I've seen it maybe four or five times. Every time I'm crying, it's it's <laughs> it's too funny. <clears throat> All right, let's go up first. Ah, segue right. Uh, first news topic: uh, Brussels, Belgium bombing. You guys heard what happened, right? 
What happened? <laughs> uh, three bombs went off at the air. Two bombs went off the airport. One at the uh, train station, and uh, one was a suicide bomber. Al Qaeda, of course, or no, excuse me, ISIS, of course, is claiming responsibility. Not sure about that if they if they are responsible or not, but. It was a big event, you know, actually even the big presidents running for fucking office went in, um, went and said their little Twitter bullshit, just uh, like Trump saying they should, uh, waterboard more, you know, to get information <laughs> from, I mean, so this, we can prevent shit like this. Uh, Hillary's against that. Like, no, people have proven it's not effective. That, um, exaggerated, uh, Ted Cruz went on the whole thing where we should, uh, patrol uh neighborhood muslim neighborhoods and uh, stop allowing refugees from isis heavy countries and kind of you know uh, i don't know what first of all what let's talk about the events first like um something like this happens i you know am i the asshole i don't know if i'm an asshole for thinking this but is it really a big deal? for me it's just like yeah that's the world we live in duh can we move on now or you know let's say our pray- prayers for them and you know have our work our moment of silence but it's not a big deal why but is everyone freaking you know out? what i i agree with you um, just like how you say it's the the pussification of pussification of, the, of, america, of, the, of, yeah. of america because mm-hmm. this shit's been going on for centuries with oh my all God. like it, africa is way fucking worse than any but it have a little thing happens in europe and oh, because 31 killed let me let's, that's a you know 31 killed you know that's sad i'm sure if the hutus and the tutus were fucking had yeah, twitter at the exactly, time like yeah. oh i just chopped yeah, up maybe yeah. most the head <laughs> right now yeah, oh, no like, shit. Ooh, like yeah. horrific things happen in in south in you know Mexico on down, yeah, uh, through the southern part of of the world. Horrific things happen in Africa, but when something happens in a white centric, I hate to say first it, like, world problems, first yeah. world problems, but white centric problems, yeah. it becomes this huge fucking big deal. It, I'm not the alone thinking that it's not really that big a deal. I mean, like shit happens all the time, right? And here's the other thing: it's the glorification of it. Yes, in Los Angeles alone. Uh, was it? There's 95 people die mm-hmm. a month of uh, natural causes yeah. of fucking suicides. If you Feeling go to the suicide. morgue, they're packed fucking to the ceiling with dead people. Yeah. But they don't say, oh, okay, we found another dead bit. It's whatever makes the news that uh-huh. they're going to say, oh, okay, another body found, another body found. Yeah. Or the crazy sicko. Uh, well, also yeah. the whole Muslim angle, too. Cause yeah. That's, that's what the... Right now, the media wants to portray an image. The image right now that we've been going since 9-11 is the uh, Middle Ratings. East. Middle East is bad. Muslims are bad. Uh, um, uh, Arabs are bad. That's kind of, that's, they're the, they're the enemy right now. That's the image that they, that we want to get in here. And for the most part, it's working. A lot of people, you know, clench, you know, the way they, the way people would cross the street if they see a black man walking down the sidewalk, now they're clenching the street if they see a man with his hermit, you know, that it's, it's working. They're, they really yeah. are like, you're, you know, um, instilling this kind of fear with a, with a certain type of person and stereotyping everyone. You know? But this, I think this falls back and this goes with, uh. Your background religion, uh, but you, you talked about the Crusades going on for so right. long. Perfect. Yeah. That's that, they've been the common enemy of uh, oh, well, uh, well, Anglo, yeah, yeah uh-huh. uh, Christian, Christian, uh-huh. yeah. So they've been the bad guys, no yeah. matter what. They, yeah, France go after them. Italy, mm-hmm. that's the development in Rome, You're right? Yeah, and right. fucking Jerusalem going back and forth. Now they finally said, "Okay, you guys are Christian this side, you guys are Palestinian that side, you're Muslim over there, yeah. and let's just keep this line, keep this part right, uh, right. separate." But I think basically that, uh, like I say, it's just the pussification going on, and people well, the getting, world and yeah. now you know not just America now, but now the whole world is. Getting, I, I, I think it's the the technology. Everyone's getting you know, so super uh, hypersensitive. Of, hypersensitive. Yeah, that's a great word. Of a way fucking, to put it. Uh, uh, 
of the world. The world is mean. It's the world yeah. is dangerous. Right? Yeah. If I, if Darwinism, I would have eaten like seventy five percent of California <laughs> by now. They they wouldn't be fucking with me. And yeah. only the strong would survive. Yeah. Like you, I, I come with a, a warrior's uh, attitude, a, a mental philosophy of uh, protecting myself. Uh, conquering, well, that's maybe the Genghis Kong in me, but oh, is it? yeah, <laughs> I, I got no problem of uh, spreading your yeah, <laughs> yeah creating kind of creating a one nation, you know, yeah, one nation a quadrant, yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, that that kind of even falls back. Why I had three boys? Yeah. I always knew I was going to have three boys. Why? Yeah. Because I always wanted a mob family. Yeah, see, I, I, the only way you can start that is if you have your family to grow. I knew I just wanted a girl and a boy, so I aborted all the other ones so I knew it was a boy and a girl. That's how I did mine, you know? I, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you were serious or not. I, I was drinking right now. I was like, I, I, drowned, all, I drowned all mine. Oh, man. Uh, no, what, 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 I haven't heard. What are your thoughts on the whole, like exact? Just what's going on in general, but specifically with Brussels and. All that. No, yeah, you know, you're right. Like the media does, you know, pick and choose what they want to portray. You know, they're just trying to, you know, um, you're just trying to, like, you know, like um, uh, exaggerate that image. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you know, ISIS getting all the heat. You know, things like that. But uh, yeah, like crazy fucking just like uh demoralizing things that have been happening since the dawn of time you know? uh, absolutely like, yeah. it's, it's human nature it's human nature you yeah know? this is actually a safer time than any yeah. time that's not the way i feel oh yeah you're right yeah. i mean think about like you know like even prior to the civil rights movement like the mm-hmm. shit that was going on just you know just here in the states you know just down the street like any given block you know i mean you know like um say for example type shit well, yeah, you know, um, say, you know, when people say, like, oh, I wish I lived back in, like, in the 30s or the 40s ah, or, like, or something. You can cross you know, the bridge in L.A. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, uh, stay on your side of the bridge. Yeah, no Mexicans right? over here. You can work, but you stay on your side of the bridge. No, but that's the thing, yeah. you know, like, I get it. It's like, oh, there's, like, certain aspects of the culture, you know, like, the aesthetics, you know, whether it's, like, the music uh-huh. or the style, you know. It's like, oh, I wish I could live back then. Fuck, no, I wouldn't uh-huh. want to live back then. <laughs> I get that that's what you like, mm-hmm. but... The reality, you know, being a minority, a person of color, you know, back then, like, it'd be a pretty shitty life, you know? Oh, so you're, like, saying, like, rockabilly bitches are stupid? Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said exactly kidding. what I just said. I, I love rockabilly bitches because they are stupid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, call me La Bamba. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh. Well, I saw a meme recently that said, like, I want Richie in the streets and Bob in the streets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you seen that one? <laughs> that's a great one, man. I fucking, that's, uh, I applaud that one. I, 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 I was like, oh, that's, that's so true, man. Uh, yeah, you know, it, you know, like I said, it's not just the pacification of America, but the whole world in general. But it's not in the whole world. Because the world isn't like, the world knows how gangster the world is. You know what I'm saying? Like, the world knows it's fucking mean. The people that live in the real world knows how fucking mean it can get. It's really the first world that doesn't know yet, that hasn't caught up yep. yet. It's the first world, countries that are first world, nations are the ones that don't know yet, either don't know, don't show, or they don't care what's, uh, what's going on in the hood. That's exactly what it is, because it, no bullshit. There are beautiful, you know, Chula Vista, beautiful fucking areas, uh, and literally you go one mile to the south and you're in this, you're in Tijuana, yep. you know, and you're in fucking like... There, where you're literally uh, you, you, homeless, it, it's not uncommon to be homeless, and that's what you do for a living. You're yeah. homeless for a living, you know. Yeah. Or, and and if money, you, man. And make if money. you have a, no, not not in Mexico, <laughs> here oh, they do. Yeah. Here they do, but not in Mexico. But 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 and you're in Tijuana, and you home, and you might as well you live in literally a shack, you know. And this and it's you grew up that way, so you don't know any better, and you don't know any different. 
But you're but you look at them like a whole other country, and they're literally just a mile difference away from you. That's ridiculously crazy to me. How that it, there's nowhere else in the nope. You know, like yeah, Vegas is kind of like that a little bit where it, it's a it's a hood neighborhood uh, surrounded by just billions and billions of wealth. And you have, you know, obviously, you know, Skid Row is literally right next to downtown. Yeah. Which is literally right next to Hollywood and Beverly Hills. You have New York, the same thing, where you have these uh, these ghettos surrounding uh, just billions of dollars. Yeah, market. just... Nowhere, nowhere else, though, in the world, I don't think, that is near how bad as Tijuana is to right there in the border of San Diego. I, That's crazy. I, I think me. Long Beach is pretty close to it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm saying there are, but yeah, but no, but yeah, Long Beach. Long Beach is four different... The way I look at Long Beach is literally four different cities yes, it is. In, in one big city, you know. What is it, Long Beach, like 500,000 people or something like that? Is it a I think it's. I think it's the biggest city in L.A., outside of L.A., obviously. Mm. Uh, L.A. is like yeah. four million, whatever. But Long Beach, I, the way I feel about it, it's literally four different cities. Uh, you know, you have your uh, Bixby Knoll Signal Hill yep. area where all the, you know, where the Fresh Prince was filmed, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. You have your, uh, you know, you obviously have downtown Long Beach where all your, it's kind of like a modern day history. Yeah, exactly. You know, it really feels like. all the money is downtown, definitely. Not just money, but, well, no, because it's not like rich people live there, but it's it's more like it's the, the cool it's people. It's the trendy young, place it's where everyone go to. Yeah. Absolutely downtown, right. Downtown, downtown? Yeah. Yeah, downtown, mm-hmm. Pine Square, around the, the shore, yeah, all that. Because that's where you get the, the Grand Prix going on, exactly, the gay pride yeah. parade, and exactly. you got everything going on. But if you walk three blocks, nah, yeah, I would say totally. six blocks yeah. in any direction. Yeah. Either you're going Anaheim up, Street, start dark the middle, oh, yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah, you start going up Ocean Boulevard, uh-huh. you get million dollar homes. You start going uh-huh. up uh, uh, Atlantic uh-huh. by like 20th Street, yeah. and that's where uh, Daryl Black, uh, the uh, yeah. Long Beach police officer, was uh, gunned down. Yeah, yeah, I'm like that's not too far from that. Got, then where we live that's right now, really North Long Beach, which literally borders yeah. Paramount, Compton, Compton yeah. uh, fucking obviously, you know, the, that babe was found in the alley or right on the next street over here, you know, shit like that, where it's obviously a little bit more yeah. hoodish and all that, but. I always felt like it's four different cities in one. Yeah. And it, it, it happens to be big enough to be four different cities in one, that kind of thing. But no, no I was saying, but the dynamic between Tijuana and San Diego, you're it's it it's crazy. You literally have a third world country bordering a uh first world country, obviously, yeah. but a nice area of a first world country, you know, where you can literally you can be on top of a hill. I remember when we would be in M C R D in San Diego in uh in uh yep. in Pen- Pendleton. When we would be up there and we'd do those long ass hikes to the top of the fucking you mountain. You can see all the way. You would see down there and it's uh, it. The sky literally changes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The yep. sky literally changes from blue to brown. <laughs> That's it's fucking ridiculously crazy to me how close you are to. I wonder what their mentality is. That do they see it? Maybe. Oh man, maybe the whole world mentality is like that with the internet now. You know. Yeah. If you're living in Africa in the dirt poor and then you're watching the Kardashians, how does that affect your mind? You know. That's crazy. You're li- imagine living in the Congo and you're watching fucking uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. You know, <laughs> that's crazy. Imagine what they they the subculture that builds up from there. Yeah, yeah, that's this generation because <laughs> we're now in that generation now where these these uh, third world countries, these second world countries, these poor uh, you know countries that are living that grow up with kids, they're growing up with the internet still. It's you know that's one thing that's changed about on the internet. Now, you can have. The poorest motherfucker in the world, but he'll say, well, he'll have a cell phone. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, he'll have that line of communication. I've seen bums well. with cell phones. Yeah, that's yeah. But you, you know what? It's you're right. It's uh, how society's picking up. Because remember when we were in Japan, mm-hmm. that they were just kicking into uh, the eighties. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're talking about uh, Run DMC. They're fucking uh, as far as the pop goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh-huh. like, what the fuck is that uh-huh. going on? 
I'm like, man, I should have kept my Flavor Flav clock, you know. <laughs> I've been rocking over there. By the way, Japanese girls don't like talking to Mexican guys over there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was my Asian persuasion time. Yeah. And back to <laughs> no, which we, <laughs> we didn't pause. It. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, yeah, dude. Uh, but, uh, I thought, dude, but okay, yeah, that's true. How it was for Okinawa, okay, but when we got to Tokyo, that's the fucking future. Yeah, Tokyo it is. was like Blade Runner. It, it literally, it, what it felt like was downtown LA, Las Vegas, Paris, and New York all in one, but yeah, with yeah. Japanese people. <laughs> that's how it felt like to me. Uh, Tokyo was because cra- even Tokyo is like four different. Yeah, districts, it is. Right? Yeah, it is. Or like eighty different districts, something like that. It's a crazy amount of districts. And where they took us was the uh, the Rapungi on the yeah Rapungi. the, the ghettoist part of who who it wasn't the Russian mob who was it Russian mob no no it was the uh, African mob they they were these uh, black yeah Swahili, South African yeah South, South African because I knew there were some white guys too but yeah you're right yeah there's a like all the pimps were it's crazy but you, you talk about little Japanese bitches walking around and sky predator looking yeah. fucking hey come in here dude yeah <laughs> they got davis like yeah that. Dave, davis was, didn't have any of that though david davis was uh our widest friend yeah but he's a big dude yeah. and he's he's cool he's cool but, but he is he, uh very he he wouldn't um uh, like i guess no drug you know that kind of mentality. he doesn't experience the world yeah yeah hmm. he drinks but he doesn't uh partake in like uh real like what we would see city life city yeah life. yeah hmm. Yeah. So he ended up getting. He said he got drugged or whatever. <laughs> he just had too much to drink. Yeah. That's right. He, claims, he, he, he comes running. He claims something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that kind of guy. Yes. Yeah. He he said, "Oh, they drugged me. This and that. Yeah. They took my money." I was like, "Hi, oh, you motherfucker." And <laughs> and at that time, nobody really wanted to hang out with Davis because me we're, we're cool and everything else. But I'm like, "All right, I, I'll I'll take him with you gotta, me." You know, you're gonna have to babysit him, type of thing. You know. Yeah. Mm. And I was, or or you can't go out and do your fucking thing. I was out know? to to wreck the world. Yes, exactly. And, right? and I I had I had this little old Japanese lady that <laughs> ended up walking <laughs> oh, away yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah it, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and she took <laughs> she took me to some uh, bar that had like a a French. Uh, oh yeah, it was actually very a uh, French. Upscale. Yeah, uh, French it felt jazz. Like some John Wick shit. It felt mm. like John Wick shit. Yeah, that's how. We like. walked in. Mm. I, I had her on my arm, and I'm mm. being a nice guy, and they service some whiskey i'm like i didn't order this shit like um and i was like almost tapped out on the money she goes i got it yeah and we drank the whole fucking night there, there was no uh curfew for mm-hmm. for us to go to sleep and so we shut down the place it was a jazz band they had a, a replica of the eiffel tower that we got mm-hmm. to see i thought so i was like reliving the titanic i was like gonna paint her like one of the french girls <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, she's like in her fifties, almost sixties. I'm yeah. like, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> Two more things. You were fucking... getting sober enough, yeah. or like you're like, ah, no, this isn't right. And then you kept drinking. Yeah. But prior to that, we ended up. We just started talking to her, just a local at a different bar, and then uh, everyone split. And I ended up talking to her, I'm like, all right, you know, and I'll hang out with her. I got yeah. nothing else to do. And she took me into like a jazz club, high end, fucking, and. And that was my first time with a Japanese uh, a saber-toothed tiger that was uh, <laughs> coming on to me. Yeah. So she says, okay, let's go back to uh, my house. Oh, house? What? So we're walking. I have her in my hand, and fucking there's junk Marines all over the place. Yeah. And we just so happened to pass our CO. Oh, and I look at him, he goes, Quadra, what are you fucking... doing? 
Dude. Just helping this old lady cross the street right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going, and this guy was fucking a nerd. Fucking He's so fucking square nerdy. Square to square. Well, I forgot his name. Uh, but this guy was like a geek, geek, geek. Oh, oh man. Geekiest of geeks. That uh, motherfucker. Like, oh, uh, your Marines are married. We, you, yeah, we're watching you. Fuck, fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, I hated this motherfucker, man. So I'm walking with her, and he goes, you're a sick man, Quadri. You're a fucking sick man. I'm going, <laughs> then let me fucking walk on. He goes, you got curfew. Time for you to come into the room. I go, fuck you, man. I'm, yeah. I'm the oldest goddamn yeah. Marine. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking 10 years older than you, sir. <laughs> I go, let me go gather the other Marines. So I ended up walking her back to her place and something with dentures yeah, going yeah, on. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was good times. It was an experience. And then I started going to look for Davis. And you hear this big six, what, six three, six four, big dude, yeah. big dude running down, yelling at Japanese cops. They drugged me. Oh, they drugged David, yeah. me. Davis is six two, but why don't but you do something? Yeah. Guy. Why don't you guys do something about yeah, it? Okay, have yeah, fucking integrity yes. and fucking get these <laughs> mafia guys. Okay, so he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. Davis is ridiculous. And as he's like running around, like oh, you know, kind of just screaming his head off. Like what the fuck are you doing? This guy's just obviously just drunk. I don't know. He claims he got too much. He claims he had a cigar that was laced. Like what, dude? Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And then like one of the guys, you know, obviously there's guys on the side. You know, like oh, come into this place. Come into this place. They're trying to get you to think. The guy, I, I don't even think he was a pimp, or he yeah. might have been, but it doesn't matter. But he was just like, hey, buddy, come down. Come come in and have a drink. Come down, relax. And talk to this girl. And yeah. He's like, get the fuck. And he starts giving me the knife hand. It's in his face. Get the fuck away from me. You're done. You're fucking done. I'm done with you. I, we're going home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So we get him to the room. I yeah. get him to the room because uh, he ended up crashing with us. And he passes out. I'm looking for Adele and uh, Flores. And I'm trying to gather everyone. Everyone just gave me the look like we ain't staying. Nah, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. I think I got back by myself way later. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, you were buying breakfast for everyone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> for Flores, actually. For Flores, yeah. Flores hung the fuck over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's, so, by the way. Fucking love McDonald's. Yeah, Japanese McDonald's, yeah. So I ended up fucking uh, gathering the rest of the Marines that were piled in our room. And I think it was like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm just walking the streets. Uh-huh. And I see. See the fucking uh, South African mobster guys there. Because we went to this one bar first that it was dead. Mm-hmm. dead. There was no one in there. And at 4 o'clock in the morning, there was gangster fucking... Uh, oh, yeah. Yakuza. Yakuza uh, over there. Uh, what, what's what's your... Uh, Gwen Stefani's girls? <laughs> Harajuku. <laughs> Harajuku girls fucking all over the place. I'm like, yeah. I'm in fucking okay. heaven. Okay, real quick though. These guys, you could absolutely fucking tell the switch on that. Because after one or two is when it switched. Because for the most part, you're walking down the street. Everybody kind of gets out of your way. We're pretty, yeah. you know, we're uh, you're pretty big over there. The average uh, Japanese dude is what, like five four, five yeah. five. They're not that tall, and they're not, and they're skinny a little. So we're the stockiest guy, you know, we're Marines. You know, we're doing our thing. So everyone's kind of staying out of your way. Okay, after that, like these Yakuza guys bumped the fucking you on purpose. They yeah. didn't give a fuck. They didn't give they're a like fuck if you're fucking. Fuck. Come on, motherfucker. Yeah, what? They stare, you stare them down. They're staring right back at you because normally, like, if you you'd stare down like a regular, you know, they put their head down and try to avoid conflict. Right, I think right. these guys are staring right back and like, oh shit, you might yeah, go down. They're, they're, yeah. they're taking out the shirt, yeah, showing yeah. colors and so, yeah. fucking. So yeah. it was. It was like, oh, okay, now now you got to be for reals. Back your shit up, that kind yeah. of thing. You know, like. If you're gonna if you're gonna do the cocky tough guy act, they ain't backing down from that. So be ready to back your shit up, and don't want to do that in Japan in at fucking three in the morning. Yeah. Some, 
fucking shadiest part of the fucking Japan, you know? <laughs> but, so it was definitely like, oh, okay, you gotta, like, show the fuck out type of thing. But that's when they were at... That was, I forgot that club, but yeah, you were there all night. That's when all, everybody's drugged up. And yeah. All the girls are fucking taking whatever the fuck, you know, that kind of thing. Damn. I was like, I'm in heaven. Heaven. <laughs> I, like, I didn't want to leave. This, this is my idea of what Japan and gangster life is supposed to be. And then... Four or five o'clock in the morning comes by. Like, I'm sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get back to the room. Ugh. Yeah, it was an adventure. Yeah. It was this definitely fun. An adventure. Definitely fun, though, and definitely memorable. I'll say that. Okay, so that's our thoughts on Brussels. <laughs> 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 Hello, Waffle. Hello, Hello Waffle. Hello, Waffle. Hello, Waffle. Belgian Waffles. Uh, real quick, Jean Claude Van Damme is, is from Brussels. So, um,. Shout out to him, I guess. Yeah. I was watching Bloodsport the other day. You guys, do you remember that movie? Yep. Do you remember Bloodsport? that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they did it on the How Did This Get Made podcast. The, they review bad movies and they review Bloodsport. So I, I, you know, it's on Netflix, so I watched it again. And I forgot how awesome this fucking movie it was, is. Man. It's like legitimately the perfect 80s kung fu action mm-hmm. cheesy ass bullshit movie. You know? I, I like Ogre when he came out. Yeah, so Ogre. Yeah. The <laughs> Break the bottom brick. <laughs> <laughs> See? Uh, see, nothing, nothing, nothing. not a scratch. <laughs> he picks it up. Uh, you're not in the competition. He smashes it yeah. on his head. <laughs> All right. Hey, America, USA, okay. Yeah, huh? okay. <laughs> so fucking racist, man. Yeah. That movie is uh, amazing. I, I like how those Asian movies were always all filmed in the Philippines. Yeah, man, yeah. Time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. I love Filipino girls. That's funny. <laughs> all right. Uh, next subject. MMA is now legal in the state of New York. Okay. Um, you touched a little bit on this, but uh, just because I know you guys aren't too big on MMA. But What's it, that? Uh, <laughs> so MMA is now legal in New York. It's the only state that's been illegal. The reason why was all fucking like uh, shady. Yes, yeah. shady because the union fucking uh, con, you know uh. like shady. Sh- okay, so what's going on is who the UFC is owned by uh, the Fertitta brothers. Um, uh, the Fertitta brothers own a bunch of casinos also in Las Vegas, hmm. um, and they don't. They're not union. All they're yeah. but the main union that the culinary union. It, it, that's headed in New York. They don't. Uh, they're trying to get those stations to turn union, and they wouldn't do it, so they wouldn't allow MMA to be legal. So the UFC can't host any events in New York. That's mm. the almost the because New York is the only state that was not legal for MMA. Yeah, fuck them. Man. And there was one dude that was getting paid by the culinary union to keep to keep MMA illegal. Oh, okay. He got caught for guess what? Corruption. <laughs> so he's now oh, in jail. Shit. So now he's out of it. So now they're able to pass a law for mm-hmm. But there's still people that. Um, we're trying to go against it. Maybe they're in their pockets or not. I don't know. But some of the shit they were saying was fucking... Okay, so let me... I wrote some of these down. Um, let me see. Judge... Um, Judge Judy? Tra- no, not Judge... Uh, the j- j- honorary or whatever, but it's, it's like the people who vote uh, for the state of New York. Charles Barron Bust. He He's a black dude, and he pulled out the race card saying that it's two men fighting in a cage. As as a black man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm against uh, men being put up in cages uh, to fight for their lives. I'm not kidding. He was like, he was like, uh, they found them in the strip club. <laughs> he's like, this is too similar to Mandingo fighting, you know, like that. And I was like, oh my, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it was okay. Another one says, uh, oh, Ellen Jeffrey. Hey, what's up? 
Ellen Jeffrey says that it's human cockfighting, like whatever. That you know, all these Mandingo human cockfighting, yeah. there's a lot of gay undertones. On oh, that okay. <laughs> that brings me to my next one. Uh, uh, Daniel O'Donnell. Guess whose brother that is? <laughs> That's Rosie O'Donnell's brother, gay brother, who is also... Uh, who was also like votes for this bullshit? Well, he's uh, okay. This is a direct quote from him. Speaking of that gay shit, he says, uh, "It's ch- he, he said it in a gay. Th- uh, it's ch- uh, is that a gay accent? That's that's. I don't want to say that. That's racism or whatever. Uh, it's I two. We care. <laughs> it's two naked hot men uh, rolling around on the ground on top of one another, trying to dominate each other. That's gay. That's gay porn without with a different ending. <laughs> that's what he said. Well, you know, that's fucking funny that you said that because. Yeah. Uh, I overheard uh, the judge John, Big John. Oh, Big John Carter. Yeah, yeah, he was telling that to the the gate or to the commissioner. Oh, he's probably telling him what. Yeah, this, yeah. Can you believe what this asshole said or something like that? Exactly, right? and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> to the gay porn alternate ending. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like a cop joke or something oh. that I was coming in on. Oh no shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Now, now you know the story. Um, and then there was obviously some people for it. You know, like obviously the people who've seen. Uh, like oh this oh okay this Arlene Hooper this uh black lady she said that domestic uh, because most of the argument was like if we legalize this we're encouraging domestic right. violence like, domestic violence is huge it's not it's people it's actually the biggest in the NFL but uh, people are saying like oh it's incur- because there's been like about three or four famous cases where domestic violence was involved with M- happen to be MMA fighters that kind of thing. Uh, so they want to throw in the whole rat over the the whole net, you know what I mean? Like they want to throw away the baby with the basket, basket, but it, that's not the that's not the case. Well, anyway, she was saying that oh, uh, domestic violence is because uh, actually it would not increase; it would decrease if more women were taking MMA and knew how to defend themselves. I guess like I almost like she's going for the MMA to vote, but like I was wondering like please shut up with a different approach. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like, going... yeah, like hey, stop talking. I know you're trying to help, but stop talking, lady. Uh, anyway, it went in favor. Obviously, 113 to 25, uh, it passed. But uh, that was the uh, next video. So, are you guys into? I, mean, I don't know if I know you. Quad, did you watch uh, MMA at all and anything? Yeah, I do. Uh, it when I first started watching uh, professional MMA, it was called Foxy Boxing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you guys remember Foxy? I kind of do actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you guys, they still have that, by the way. I, I, I think I was thirteen when it first came out. And it was the nineteen eighties, big haired. They'd be boxing, and all of a sudden, their little white t shirts yeah. rip right off. So, on yeah. Thursdays at the uh, Sky Strip Club, uh, I think it's in like Wilmington or or Carson. It's it's not too far from here, but they still do a thirty night like strippers uh, do MMA. Oh, nice. Yeah, I forgot what it was, but. I gotta find out. My buddy's always telling me to go, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'll go, but it's, you know, I'm busy. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Strip clothes are always funny to me, but uh, I don't know. What, Love, what are your thoughts on, like, have you seen it progress? Or what do you think about, like, now that you watch it a lot more, uh, what do you think about people that are against it? Do you do you know anybody that's against MMA? Like, oh, I'd rather watch boxing or something like that. I think they're uh, called faggots. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you think they're? <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't come across anybody like that. Um, oh, okay. As you remember, when we were kids watching it at your pad, yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, Crazy was fighting. Oh, That's yeah, like the one thing crazy, that I yeah. always remember. It's like your dad saying, "Like, oh man, this guy's good. This guy's fucking good." And anybody he would like just tear him and fucking tear him to shreds. What's you know? crazy is he's uh, like they put him out there. The the Gracie family mm-hmm. put him out there because he was the least intimidating looking. Yeah, exactly. And they wanted to prove that their method is what their skills is what really work. Not not the, not uh, the not size strength. of the body. Yeah, right. yeah. And so they would put him out, and and I man, if it didn't work, like oh, you didn't want to see a guy. 
Like, okay, because he would fight Ken Shamrock famously. The and, that's, and that's what I was going to go ahead. Well, he had, a different, he had a different brother who was fucking cut up in yeah. shape. He was also really good. He was actually better than Hoist. But they didn't want to put him out there because if he beat someone like, oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's a guy's fucking built and he's in shape and, you know, he's doing some crazy shit, but they would give more credit to the fact that he was strong or looking right. or whatever. Instead so, of the technique Exactly. Itself, yeah. So they, that's what they put. They literally, like, it was all planned out. They literally put Hoist out there because he was the least intimidating looking and they wanted to see this guy take out someone like Ken Shamrock who looks like Captain America, basically, yeah. you know? And but, I was like, damn, that's tight. If it didn't work, though, they would have been fucked, you know? <laughs> but that goes back to my mafia family, like me having all boys. Yeah. You know, like that guy, the, the master jiu-jitsu or... Well, the father goes, he had what, like three sons? Four yeah, sons? Uh, yeah. Like so he had his, his little empire his going little on. His army, yeah. Yeah, so you got these guys kicking ass and taking names. But that, that brings me back to, I remember when, uh, what was it called, Ultimate Fighting before? Uh, yeah, The Ultimate the, Fighting. The Ultimate Fighting, uh, the, the Octagon. Remember that 300-pound big black guy fighting that one cop? Uh, Goodrich. Yeah. Uh, something Goodrich. Benny Goodrich. Yeah, was. and this, this is one short little white cop who I think knew karate or uh-huh. fucking Aikido or some shit like that. And he just throws a giant hammer fist and <laughs> pops his big... On the side of the head. Yeah, and, and, and drops uh-huh. him. And just, he ends up yeah. breaking his hand, pounding yeah. into him. Yeah. But there was yeah. no... Big John was roughing those, by the way, back yeah, then, the, too. Yeah, <laughs> the, there was no weight or uh, no weight category. Back they were yeah. like, if you're the biggest of the biggest... Raw shit. And who was that other uh, Japanese guy that used to carry the cross? Fucking? Oh my god, he, not Sakuraba. I know exactly what you're talking he, he about. He came out in fucking. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. But he would. Uh, awesome that, powers. He, he, was, like, he would walk out. Yeah, he he actually ended up killing a guy, and he's in jail right now. Nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. <laughs> but I remember. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I, damn, I forgot his name. Fugi? Fugazi? No, no. Something, yeah. But yeah. he used to carry out this giant wooden cross uh, and, and do the whole show. Day. Like, holy fuck, you killed Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Have a happy Easter. Good old days, huh? <laughs> All right, let's get to, uh, oh, I guess, yeah, was that it for everybody? Yeah, we didn't really you know, need it to go about it. Oh, I'm sorry, but, you know, I did want to, so you haven't come across anybody um, that, like, oh, they don't really, they're not into it because they'd rather watch boxing or, or they don't get it or what do they do, you know, that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, I haven't come across anybody like oh, that. Okay. Have you come across anybody else that you, uh, like, um, that does watch it a lot and, Oh yeah, I just uh, saw these Moises. Mark Mark Hunt the other day, something like that, right? <laughs> you mean Jesus? <laughs> Jesus? Yeah, so uh, yeah. He, um, like when he used to work at the at the firm, yeah. the office. He, I could talk to him about all sorts of stuff, man. Yeah, but you know, um, I'll say you know, like it's really hard for me to relate anybody like at work. Like, Moises was a guest. Uh, Moises was a guest about two, three episodes yeah. ago for everyone. But like him, Jesus. like you know, good. <laughs> Talking about like you know like stand up comedy and all this. Uh huh. Yeah, man. yeah. Like Adam Sandler. <laughs> 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 Two three episodes ago, we were looking for that for that show right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get to the last and funnest uh, subject that I want to talk about. <laughs> I love editing. Um, every fu- uh, you know when I was editing yeah. the episode, I was re-listening to it. Like, oh my god, like you literally said like six seven times. Like, oh my god, I was like, got him. <laughs> And, and each time, Loaf would be like this. <laughs> like, I, I never see this shit coming, man. I don't know why. It's like I was just laughing at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys. Yeah. That's too funny. All right. Cat Williams sucker punches a seventh grader and then gets choked out at the school. Uh, okay, so. The school of Hard Knocks? No. Nah, 
You guys all saw the video, right? Yeah. I saw the video. I, you know, I, I didn't hear it with sound because I was watching oh, at work and uh-huh. listening, watching porn. It's really hard to watch porn yeah. at, a, at work at a... Uh, working for the city, you know. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's, he doesn't say. He's. I don't know what he says. You can't really. He's not audible, so it probably doesn't matter. All you do is you sucker punch or something, and then it cuts to like, oh, them kind of wrestling, and then he gets on the ground, and chokes him out. That was the headline. He didn't really choke him out though. Yeah. Uh, all he did was kind of like headlock him, but it was he wasn't in any danger. It just looked like two guys didn't know what they were doing wrestling. But ground. you know, he never dropped his cigarettes. Oh, did he? No. <laughs> if you look at the video, he's got yeah. them in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh, he was there because he was handing out money to people at a school, like just yeah. in, in somewhere I think in Atlanta. But he's just there, like I guess doing charity work, doing a civic duty, and then like fuck you. What I I mean, I want to see why didn't someone record? But what did that kid say to him that made him uh, punch him? You know, like that kind, of, like what the fuck was going on during that time? You know. Yeah, that and that kid got him close. He was starting like uh, intimidating. Did it look him. like yeah. that? Yeah. And, but you know what? That just led me to a whole bunch of other uh, video search of. Uh, big ass uh, junior high kids fighting with teachers and everything else. Oh right! And right. I was like, "What the fuck is?" You know, so- I mean, I guess the youth is a thing that's kind of embarrassing just because a little kid, but they pretty much weigh the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know how much. No, but you know that that goes kind of back to uh, I went to my son's school. My son Mikey, he's eleven years old. Yeah. Uh, but he's a monster of a kid. Yeah, he's a big and, kid. Yeah, yeah, this motherfucker. Right oh here. my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and he's strong too, cause I beat the living shit out of him. Yeah, and he's starting to take my punches. So oh, like, nice! Oh, that's, fuck, that's man. That's a proud moment and a scary moment. Yeah, it is because he's like, oh, dad, that hurt. But then he like shaked it off. Yeah, and it still tackled me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that didn't used to happen. Yeah, so I went to his junior high, and he was acting up, and yeah, I'm starting to see some of these kids, just monster ass kids. I'm thinking it's all you know the. Genetically uh, hormone beef yeah, that GMA, we're eating. GMOs or what they're called? And I'm like, HMOs, right? Yeah, but some... HMOs are, those are the, the um, plans. For yeah, the for the hospital. Oh, okay. What's it? GMOs? GMOs? Yeah, yeah. Okay, or, or homos. Yeah, we can go homos. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I went to the junior high and I'm, I'm trying to walk as big as I can and everything else. Uh-huh. And I'm seeing these little junior high kids almost my size. Like, holy fuck, yeah. man. You're a big guy. You're yeah, three, what, 230, right? Yeah. yeah. They, this, I'm like, how the fuck do I take these kids? <laughs> and they have no respect whatsoever for oh, authority. No. <laughs> They're like, fuck you. This is our school. Yeah. And I'm like, and that was my old uh, South Key Junior High. And that's where I went to. Yeah. So I still felt uh, an attachment to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So as a sixth wa- grader walked by and knocked his books out of his hand. <laughs> And he, yeah. goes, he goes, what the fuck? I go, what do you mean, what the fuck? I power up on him. And I realize, oh, yeah, I'm not in sixth grade anymore. I can't do this shit. I can be arrested somehow. You know, I do that when I ever go to pick up the kids' school or hang out with them in the school. Like, uh, I'll do, I, I won't do that whole intimidating factor because, first of all, they're in elementary. Hey, so fuck them. <laughs> but I'll do, I'll for sure, like, um, if people are, like, playing, like, basketball or whatever, I'll uh, come in and help out, and like or help out. Yeah. They're probably thinking, like, hey, dick, you know, yeah. give me my ball back. <laughs> but, uh, like, I'll come and play with, like, the group of kids. And then my kids are the ones that are being embarrassed. Yeah. Like, they're like, papa, come on, we got to go. Like, hey, man, I'm trying to be, I'm still trying to be the young, fun dad, you know, let me play hopscotch with these little homies, you know? Yeah, that's what I do with my oldest, who's 17, I, I show up to his high school in my Trans Am and like, I'm like, hey guys, how you like <laughs> the that? Yeah, jacket, they, yeah, I'm pumping yeah. out some rock music. Hot for teacher and shit. <laughs> and they'll be yeah. looking at me like, is that your dad? And my son will walk away. Nope. 
I'm like, come here, Poofy. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Like, you get to a point where, man, I think I'm like, I still feel like a kid. Like, am I gonna be cooler than my kids? I'm thinking in my head, yes. Yeah. And then probably everybody's like, no, no. you're like retro. Because like, watching like one of those movies where like the father's embarrassing the kids. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, because he's trying to be the cool dad or whatever. He's <laughs> like, what up, my Negro? You know, like, <laughs> what? What are you saying? No, you can't. You know, yeah. like, no, that's racist. We can't say that anymore. But right? I still think like it's not like. The, the music I listen to, it's still way more gangster than the shit they're listening to. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm, if I'm listening to Hit Em Up, you can't tell me that fucking Skrillex or Kanye West is going to put out something way more gangster than that. You know? Like, no. You know? So there's definitely, like, I think we, our generation will reach a threshold that yeah. they're coming back down from. This new rap, quote-unquote rap, they're coming down and it's not nearly as hardcore as the shit we grew up listening to. There's really, like, once you get to a pinnacle, because gangster, 90s gangster yeah. rap was the pinnacle and now everything's kind of downhill now they even out to where things aren't as as, as i guess as gangsters yeah no, they, it's just they, the they, they, they'll make it mainstream now. so everyone else can be part of it yeah but that's what my 11 year old mikey uh, i've been introducing him to my music yeah so he'll be bumping in uh in junior high opp you know yeah, fucking, exactly. uh, okay. other people's pussy you know and, and, <laughs> and as the teachers are looking like what are you listening yeah. to my dad's music. Oh, okay, cool. But even like, like, let's say, because let's say there are, you know, uh, you know, the kids are listening to someone uh, like who's more contemporary right now. Um, In the, terms of what? Uh, just uh, popular music. Who's who's who, who's someone? You know, uh, La Bamba. Imagine Dragons. Uh, is it? I don't know. Is that? No, I was are you just, joking? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, You meant like as far as you know, like what's most popular? What's what's a hit single right now? Uh, uh, I believe it's the Decemberist uh, about the whale. What? December is yeah. yeah. See, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, there you go. <laughs> they're pretty good. They're pretty yeah, good. I don't know. This is not what I'm talking about. Like, it's not gangster shit, right? Now, that, that's straight gangster. Like, the yeah, guy but... is his mom gets cheated on. He's <laughs> he's threatening uh, this guy with his life. But other well eats them. You know the shit on the radio. Okay, so let's say Shamu someone yeah. like when likes uh one likes some Nirvana songs, right? So like let's say they go and the pre or post shotgun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. So let's say you know I who showed me somebody showed me was it you Lovey? They showed me like a uh, Kurt Cobain's microphone, but it's just a, a shotgun. <laughs> who was oh, that showed shit, me? that wasn't me. No, uh, somebody showed me that. Oh, Christian did. You, Christian. you know he had blue eyes, right? <laughs> or no, I didn't. Know. Yeah, it's one, yeah, one blue this way, the other one blew that way. <laughs> uh, That's gotta end on that, right? That's. <laughs> That's good. Thank you, Kurt Cobain. Not, not bad, dog. Not too bad at all. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, my buddy Christian showed me that one, but damn, that's good, man. Uh, okay, so, like, oh, well, let's say, like, her friends at school that are listening to whatever's uh, popular right now in K-Rog or Kiss FM or Power, right? And you can't tell me that it's not more, like, it's as hard. Most of the songs are hard. They're not coming out with a harder version. You know, obviously, you have your, your extremes where it's, like, Limp Bizkit, Corn, which is kind of just like yeah. Now. But you go back where it was good and it was hard, like something like Nirvana, you know, a little bit Carter Edge where it was a great song. Chili like, Peppers. Yeah, even Chili Peppers. Yeah, anything. You know, any, let's go even more. Let's go with uh, Metallica and Megadeth and Slayer. Uh, and Slayer. And then, yeah. like, you know what's funny? I don't know if she likes it or not, but she for sure, uh, like, uh, you know, Gwen has long hair, obviously. Yeah, she got that metal head. So whatever I put on some, like, Motorhead or Slayer, yeah, she she'll can... start doing, like, thing. And I think she just does it because it looks funny and she likes to hang, bang her head, but. 
but uh, I hope she likes the music. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. But uh, if you know she goes to school, like, what are you listening to? That kind of thing, you know. And it's, it's portrayed in her. Anyways, the music nowadays, there, we hit a pinnacle. You don't really get more h- hardcore than you know black metal, death metal, and gangster rap. You know, you you kind of it's you know how escalation. Well, once escalation meets the pinnacle, it yeah, comes yeah. back down, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we're dealing with now. We're dealing with Drake. Who he was? Who's very you know one of the most popular rappers now? But most of his songs are love songs. You know, we're dealing with things like that. You know what I mean? Where it's not as hardcore as it used to be. You know, nobody's. Uh, Did he sing "I Don't Want You Fucking Back" or something like that? Oh yeah, I know you're talking. No, that's not him. Um, I like uh, that song. Yeah, I do like that song too. That's a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I forgot. Was it? I think it's some Puerto Rican dude or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, yeah. So, uh, so our generation, we happen to be in that generation where, oh, okay, our music was the pinnacle of it. It, it got more hardcore as hardcore as it's gonna get, and now we're kind of leaving out. So, are we kind of getting cooler than this generation, or are we more gangster than the, the next generation? You know, unless they come up with something that rivals that, uh, which I don't think they will, because everything's kind of. And not that I say the music's that, but it's just their type of music. But it's definitely not as hardcore or as you know as gang you know quote unquote as gangster as our as our generation of music was you know hmm. i think that comes in with technology and everything else too because it's evolving yeah, for it, sure it's it, different it's because i'm not saying that yeah before uh you had what uh eight tracks cassette tapes cds was your biggest thing mm-hmm. and then you get music and then remember napster i do because yeah. i got sued by them those motherfuckers <laughs> they never got me over 200 right. billion songs but whatever <laughs> fucking after <laughs> but uh just that uh, that music is coming out and, and our generation was the one like hey you know what make me uh, a mixtape and and it was able to be broadcast to a wider spectrum yeah now that everyone has uh, music you can at your fingertips yeah, yeah files away mm-hmm. now if like say if you want to listen to the 20s fucking doo-wop song all for the rest of your life you can do that yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah accessibility is also a factor <laughs> Yeah, but I, de- I just I definitely just think that it hit a pinnacle uh, with us as far as as hardcore. You know whether you consider that core cool or not. There's definitely like what um, there's this generation is not becoming more. Uh, if I catch my son listening to some shit, I'm not gonna go like, what the hell are you listening to? Based on vulgarity, yeah. I'm not gonna do that because there's nothing more vulgar than you know I, unless it's like, oh shit, you you found my ICT my ICT, ICT okay, yeah, yeah, you know gotcha. you know like that. Kind of, but no, but he's anything my my son or daughter listen to now. I'm not going to worry about on based on vulgarity, you know, on tastes, maybe on quality, maybe, but definitely not on vulgarity because the shit I like is way more vulgar than this bullshit, this Mickey Mouse bullshit, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of and that's what I think we're at, we're at a very special, it was never like that for any generation before our generation, yeah. hmm. before our generation, our parents were like, oh, what the, what the fuck is that? Oh, you know, what are you listening to? That's too, that's what, you know, yeah, and nice tales, you know. Well, who are these negatives? Like, I remember when mm-hmm. I used to play CB4. Yeah, hell sweat yeah. Sweat off my balls. <laughs> <laughs> CB4, yeah. That's sweat off my balls. Sweat off my balls. <laughs> and my mom's like, what? Sweat off <laughs> I love that fucking movie, by the way. Yeah, that's the best movie ever. Chris Rock, yeah. Chris Elliott. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Writing the thing on toilet paper. Charlie Murphy, before he was Charlie, Charlie Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> before he was Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Yeah, man. I fucking love CB4. Oh, but yeah, man. that's a perfect example, though. Yeah. So we're not going to be in the fact like, oh, my God, how can you listen to that, son? We're not going to be at yeah. that age. We're at the age where now, where my son, my son showed me a video the other day that had me busting out laughing. And then, and it was very, it was the Leo, loudmouth Leo, where he's t- like the first thing's like, oh, uh, I'm going to go fuck, go fuck yourself or something yeah. like that, right? It, the whole, it's like, a, a, it's called Jadobi Dubs. 
and they overdubbed like uh, infomercials. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? But with like, oh, I'm Leo the Line. You could suck my dick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's busting up and he's showing me, and I'm like. I would be terrified to show my dad anything with a curse word before. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'd start sweating like, fuck, he's going to kick my ass because I'm watching this. Oh, my God. No, no. But that, that's where it comes where the beatings help. <laughs> yeah. Help now, now your son knows you can take a beating. Like, all right, pops. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, what else? What else? Is it? Oh, all right. Yeah, you know, he's going to probably wait for the best drunken time when you're going to come in. But you're not at your peak. He's still going to have the jabs and everything else. Yeah. It's just going to sidestep you. Uh, you know what, man? I hope, like, uh, it's maybe when I'm your age mm-hmm. or older than that. I'm pretty sure you still kick your, your boy's ass, right? In a heartbeat. So I'm thinking, like, it, for me, it's got to be when I'm 50 or 60, when I just don't have it no more. Yeah, yeah. And, and old man strength is the last thing to go. So, yeah, yeah. But I got to say this because I, I got into it with my pops. Uh, he's 62 now. Yeah. And uh, we were wrestling around, like, I got him with some moves because he didn't know. You know, uh, yeah. I sidestepped him. I grabbed yeah. him. But then he fucking grabbed me by the balls uh-huh. and chopped me in the throat. I was like, what the fuck? I'm your son. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what the fuck? You think I was going to lose? Out for blood? Yeah. <laughs> I go, you're going to break my throat. We were just playing. He goes, well, don't fuck with me. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Dude. That's the mentality yeah. you have. I, I say, I'll see you in 20 years. Yeah, there you go. You got to wait, man. How old are you going to be so I can legitimately kick your ass? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's how I feel like with my boy. I wonder I wonder what's the guy going to be. Do you ever wrestle tussle with your pops? No, no, I was never like those. I, I think it was one, once or twice where it was once or twice playing with my dad. Like, oh, we'd wrestle. you yeah. kind of just test each other. Uh, for sure, like, oh, shit, man, this guy can still, he's waste, like, where yeah. does it come from? I don't see you work out that much, like, where does it, and actually, and then, like, oh, I guess he did, and then, like, and it was once where it was legitimately, like, I was angry, like, man, I wanted, like, just, you know, adolescence, yeah. or, man, I wanted to his ass, and then, like, something happened, I remember I pushed him, and and then he, like, pushed me back for reals, and, like, what? and it was kind of, like, just a, let you me know, power, yeah, yeah. Let me know, like, you want to do this? <laughs> you want to ride this bull? Are you sure? <laughs> I was like 16, 17. I, you know, I was, I was worked out. I was kept the shit, but I was like, oh shit! Like, you, you kind of like felt your humanity. You, you got humbled. You know, that's how yeah. I felt. That's how like, oh, mortality. Yeah. No, you know what? I did the same thing with my dad. I think it was eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. I was a police explorer. I was fucking working yeah. out and fucking. I thought so in my mind, the top of the shit. And so we're wrestling in the backyard, and like I said, I'm. I know some moves, fucking yeah. some choke out moves that yeah. I learned through the academy. And uh, he straight just picked me up and slammed me on my back. <laughs> Boom! I'm like, when the fuck are you learning this? Yeah. And, and he grabbed me and he goes, you still want to fuck around? I'm like, are you serious? Pops. <laughs> Come down, plane. Hug me. I love you. <laughs> I, love I love you, boy. boy. <laughs> I'm your darling baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, and I tell him, oh, I could, I could have broken your throat or something because I had my hands around his windpipe or yeah, anything yeah. else. I go, I could have tore it out. He goes, he goes, Dick, I would have put my finger in your nose and pulled it out. I'm like, hey, I forget that my dad. Uh, it's a, uh, he grew up in uh, Central America, Nicaragua. So he was a Sandinista. He, <laughs> he, he used to do all this guerrilla warfare fighting. Man, those guys. Central yeah. America is a whole nother. That's what I'm talking about, man. But Belgium got bombed by the yeah, way. Yeah, Belgium. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what was it? The, the IHOP? Or the, <laughs> yeah, right. The Rudy Tootie, Fresh Rudy? <laughs> Waffle House. Yeah, the Waffle, Waffle House. House. Yeah. <laughs> and Blunt and Pancake. Yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. The blunt or the pancake? Waffle House, by the way, is the best breakfast spot I've ever had in my life. And I had no idea up until about a year ago when I was in uh, Louisiana or whatever. Waffle House? Have you heard of it? No. It's because it's a a South and East Coast thing. Oh, Hey, I'm going to need you to bring me a shot glass from wherever you go. (laughs) I don't really do that, but I'll do that for you. Yeah, thank you. He's my best friend. Fuck you, Doc. (laughs) Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'll start doing that. I'll get some shit for you. I should collect more, but you know, I don't know. I don't really. Yeah, you know, I don't. Because you're more of a watcher, right? Not a collector. Yeah, because I don't even take that many pictures. What movies? Uh, Damn it, that's good. Uh, but I don't really, you know, take that many pictures wherever I'm at or, or anything like that. And I, sh- I guess I should. I, but I have the mem- for me, wait, 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 wait. memories. But you always send me all these dick pictures from places. It's not mine. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta change the name on that. Not Medell. <laughs> you know, I'm about to go into the whole Lost Highway thing. By the way, the whole like, um, why he doesn't like recording video cameras. He likes to remember things the way he remembers, not the way they actually are. Oh, and they're like, what yeah. does that mean? Like, no, it's just what I said. You know, like, I love that. I was I was really interrupted over here. But, no, I don't. Yeah, that's funny. All right. Um, I guess that was it for the news segment. Uh, tell me, you guys, now regular conversation. What are you guys uh, What are you guys up to for the upcoming weekend? Loaf, you got a trip coming? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon first time. Oh, nice. So you're going to be seeing a big hole in the ground? Oh, yeah. That wasn't caused by bombs. Is that what you're getting? Oh, oh. Who are you going with, man? Oh, Moises and a couple of other old coworkers. Mm-hmm. You, you guys, are, how long are you going to be gone for? Uh, just a weekend. Oh, okay, Maybe cool. Friday, come back Sunday. That's kind of tight, though. Yeah. Are yeah. you staying out with anybody or just going to road trip it? Uh, just road trip. Oh, okay. So, like, stay sleep in the van, all that kind of crap? Well, they said they got a room, but I don't really know, so uh, like, we'll see how that goes. I, I'll bring up a little side note on that. I, I did a road trip with my cousins. We mm-hmm. were, like, 18, 19, 20. And we went to the Grand Canyon, but we stopped at Vegas, stayed at like a cheesy motel. Yeah. And I plastered their car with all the uh, porn magazines. Yep, there. yep. We yeah, we, very well. We, we had our, our few drinks, and then we drove to the Hoover Dam, uh, Grand Canyon Caverns, and then we went to the Grand Canyon. So we're all young bucks, and we said, hey, you know what? Uh, let's hike it all the way down to uh, the river. And we did it. We fucking It took us eight hours throughout the whole fucking day. No, actually, Damn. 12 hours. But it, it was it was good height going down was fine but fucking coming back up holy shit that was that was a mission to come back you know that's weird because honestly like okay so you remember Mount Fuji right mm-hmm. obviously who would forget but it was legitimately like I hated going down way worse than I hated going up because no Mount Fuji is for people who don't know Mount Fuji is a volcano and yeah. it's not dirt it's uh, silt yeah it, it it's basically quicksand and. Uh, yeah. When we were going down, I was one of the last ones going down because my knees are fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, just gay porn. Just going into that yeah. stereotype. Yeah. Typically, yeah. Air, old man. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm going down the sand and I'm like sinking in because I'm like 500 pounds heavier yeah. than everyone else. <laughs> and uh, where was it going with that? But yeah, it just sucked going down there because you couldn't step or you were sliding the whole way down. Yes, remember, exactly. remember the storm that fucking Basically came up storm. right on us? Yeah, yeah. It turned all that silt. Into like a, a slurry of mud. It, 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 we're weird, yeah, yeah. Huh. But it was. It, I mean, uh, man, talk about hard on your knees because you're, you're literally kind of like, you're slamming. So you're slamming your knees, stopping, and you're doing this for miles. I mean, you know, the whole way down. So you're just like, what the way down? How long did it take us going down? Like three, four hours. Yeah. So you're literally. For hours and hours and, and hours. It, it fucking kills you. Yeah. 
And, and I, man, Hence I, the Suicide Forest by the time you Right at the bottom, yeah. by the way. Right at the bottom. Very creepy, very misty. Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt you know, supernatural. It feels You know what? I'm, not that you bring that up, I think I was enchanted by the fucking mountain. It's called Hibachi I, Forest? Do you know what it's called? Hibachi Forest? Something like that? Yeah, but uh, I, uh, I think I told you, because I went hiking back down, and all the people that I were with, since I wasn't the fastest or I wasn't the slowest, I ended up hiking down the mountain by myself it was very surreal very yes. very uh, fucking uh, one with myself yes i know you mean yeah. and uh, and i was hiking down and then the storm was coming in so the clouds were uh, merging with the mountain yep. and i remember for whatever fucking reason i don't know if it was the mushrooms that i ate from the side of the road <laughs> or or whatever the fuck it was i saw this giant ice block cuz there was a little bit of snow on on the mountain mm-hmm. and it was calling me to fucking Leave, leave the path yeah. and head towards it. But it was towards the forest part. And I'm thinking, fuck, should I go? Do, do I go and do this? And I literally, I, I was fighting with myself subconsciously. Like, don't be stupid. That's how people die. Yeah. This is a fucking volcano. You're going to walk to the right off of something in the cliff. You're looking at some sort of uh, an illusion. Well, we definitely passed fucking, not barrels, yeah. or barrels on the way up, like corpses. Like- yeah. Uh, with the little stone, you know, tombstones mm. over. We definitely passed a lot of those on the way up, and the way, you know. So I'm I'm sitting there, and like I said, I was the only one there, and I carry a whole bunch of fucking survival gear. So I had glow sticks, and I put it on my fucking stick <laughs> that to walk down. Yeah, yeah. and I and I, I set it on my hat. So I'm sitting on the road in the silt, sitting down, and all of a sudden I hear someone's Quadra. You fucking okay? <laughs> and it was our first sergeant, because uh, oh, yeah. he caught up to me. He goes, Yeah, why? What's up? You've been sitting uh, on the floor for like uh, 30 minutes. Oh, shit. I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? I just sat down right now. Yeah. He goes, no, we've been watching you from the top of the mountain, uh, and you just sat down staring into the side of the mist. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I'm glad you guys came over here because something was calling me that way. I'm like, all right, fuck you, Mount Fuji. You know, that's, that's kind of tight, though, Fucking man. Hiroshima's back at you. Yeah, no shit, man. That's kind of yeah. tight. It's very yeah. surreal. No, but you know what? Uh, I had a very, like, zen moment, yeah. kind of. Because we did uh, uh, Mount Suribachi. Mount Suribachi, if you're not familiar yeah. with that, um, actually, very rare that we were allowed up there yeah. and we got to go through because it's off limits. It's, Iwo Jima, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Iwo Jima. Oh. Uh, where, uh, Iwo Jima, where. Um, How many letters? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven. But it's that site, okay, very famously, I'm sure you're going to recognize Marine it. Corps, but you, you know, the four guys holding the American flag? Right, right. Um, it's on top of a mountain, that's where we're at. And it's uh, four Marines holding that flag. A very, very famous Letters to Iwo Jima. Um, I got the, uh, and was the other movie that that uh, there's another movie that went hot, hand in hand with Letters to Iwo Jima. Um, flags are father. Yeah, flags are father. So those two movies, making flyboys for some reason. Those two movies were released at the same time, but it's about that. We got to go there, and man, how many like fucking thirty thousand dead? Yeah. For, for something like crazy, fifty thousand is something crazy ridiculous number. The sands are all black. I don't know. I don't, it's not because of the dead, but. The sand, it's yeah, black the volcanic sand. sand. It's yeah. black sand, so it's very looks really really surreal. That one tripped me out a little bit more. Mount Fuji for me was just awe inspiringly beautiful. Yeah. you're literally above the clouds, and you're just staring out into the world. It, huh. it looks, 
one of the most incredible sights I've ever seen. And it, it just because you're on top of literally on top of a mountain, and you're above the clouds, and you're st- yeah, you're just staring at this green, green forest. It, it, it was it was but, surreally beautiful. But uh, Iwo Jima is dead. Mm-hmm. There's volcanic. That's exactly what I was saying. It, it used to be lush jungle. Yeah. Until we bombed the shit out of it, <laughs> yeah. so it's all sand and rock and everything else. And that felt that one. I felt a, a creepy death vibe. From I, I I know I did. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've sh- ever shared that with you, but I went with my backpack. I took a boonie cover. I yep, went because I wanted to somehow connect with the island. I, I brought back some rocks yeah. for that one. I, yeah, don't you remember all too. the ammunition that I yes, found? Yes, yes. I, I brought back bullets, 50 cal- They All the shit they, they said don't bring, I, yeah. I fucking dug it up. <laughs> yeah. I go, fuck you guys. I'm I'm over here. Yeah. So I and I was with the higher-ups that day, so I, I got to hang up with the higher-up staff, so... I kind of use my schmoozing power to uh, do whatever the fuck I want. Right, right. So as I'm going going through the island, I I wanted to run it because the island mm-hmm. was only uh, was it six miles, eight yeah, miles long? Yeah, I, I think it was three each side. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So I wanted to run it, so I'm running this fucking thing going down. The rest of the Marines are like, "What are you doing, Dick? Fucking this and that." But I wanted to feel. In my mind, what were the Marines back when they landed? How they felt? Oh, I got you. Yeah, the the movement, the the speed, the intensity. If I stop moving, do I die? Right, man, that's tight. Yeah. And and then I think I got a picture. I think Flores or one of our younger Marines. I told him, "Hey, do me a favor, film me." And like, all right. So I walked to a part of the beach where uh, it was low tide, so it was a lot of sandy hills and dunes that you had to go into. And I went to the water water's edge because everyone was taking pictures of them sitting on the beach or fucking mm-hmm. the backdrop of uh, Mount Suribachi. And uh, my thing was, I wanted to see how long it would take me to fucking run up from the beach all the way to the beachhead. Oh, sick. Holy fuck. Yeah. In my mind, I should have been dead like 30 fucking times. Because <laughs> I couldn't move. Yeah. I, I ran with the full Exhaustion. sprint. Yeah. I ran with the full sprint. I had a backpack that had water and some other yeah. bullshit. Not a full fucking pack. Like no, not. In, you know, Iraq or whatever, yeah. And so I ran, and I'm running at full speed. I'm, I'm trying to run in a straight line. But... This is Marine Corps history where that wouldn't happen. You would have to be Zigzag, uh-huh. zigzagging, serpentine. There would have been mortars, machine gun fire. I, I literally felt that I was running in slow motion. And just to run to a rock, it was just some giant boulder in the middle of the fucking beach. Yeah. I don't know where. And I'm like, holy fuck, it took me almost like three minutes to run up that shit. Yeah. Because I sank in uh, almost uh, leg deep. And then... Uh, being a little science nerd that I am, I said I knew where all the bullets and rounds would be at because it's metal. It's going to be a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. And so I, I brought back tons of fifty caliber rounds. I think I gave you a few. Yeah, I, I got one. Uh, I gave Flores. I, I gave all our, our boys uh, some of these rounds. And some were Japanese rounds that you can tell because uh, they had the Japanese writing on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, others, 50 cals that, uh, you know, there was American made. And mind you, it's already been like 60, 70 years that they cleaned up most of the beach with the live munition. But if you dig in the right place, you can find shit all over. You the... gotta keep in mind these are abandoned islands. Like, yeah. There no no one lives there. No one's allowed to go there. That no kind man's of thing. land. Yeah, basically, yeah. But that was my Zen moment of of being in touch with the Marine Corps the and yeah, and the history. Yeah. Yeah. So and and that brings me up to my ex that threw away all my fucking uh, Iwo Jima and fuck you, bitch. 
I got I got a little left. I'll give you some. Oh, trip. please. Yeah, I got you. You know, I you know actually like my neighbor, uh, rest in peace, Bob, who was uh, uh before I moved. Why well, used to you know we grew up. You know, he was a lot older. He was a World War II mm-hmm. veteran. And he was a corpsman. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I remember when I came back, I remember specifically with him in mind, I wanted to come back and bring him back sand. Yeah. You know, from Iwo Jima. Is that Sadness? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I got him and I gave him a little cut. And I didn't, you know, like, oh, you know, he's thanks, Steve. You yeah. Know, that kind of thing. It was really cool to see someone like, you know, obviously, you know, he was elder. And uh, we're good. Yeah. And he was just like, he got all teary-eyed. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, you know, you were there. It, it's a history, and I can't imagine, like, I remember us being in Iraq and like, oh man, fuck this place, let's go, ready to go, yeah. just nonchalantly, nothing sentimental. But if I were to like, I'm imagine myself now. If I remember, if I some kid that would come back, even if, obviously during peacetime, but he goes like, oh, I was in Ramadi, I was at the glass factory, you know how, yeah, you know, fucking sniper bullshit, you know, whatever, wherever they were at. Like I was there, man. Here, you remember this? I talked to him like, damn, I remember that time in my life, and that was really worst slash best times of your life. You know that 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 time overseas, and it, it and it would think like, damn, I think I would get teary-eyed just reminiscing on that moment when you're a fucking kid. We were kids. We were doing. We didn't know what we were doing, but we're out there uh, having this whole fucking responsibility yeah. thrusted upon you, and, and with you know you're basically you're you know you're you're with your bros and you're you're doing your thing, and yeah, it would take you back there. And I and I thought about how like I can't imagine for a second that this guy enjoyed any of his yeah. time over there, but over here he's talking about it sentimental. You know, in in a, in a way with a nostalgia that he misses it. Right. You know, right. you miss it. Yeah. You definitely. Oh my God! How much did you appreciate a fucking porcelain toilet when you came back home? Fuck you know, yeah. I mean, like the shit that you appreciate. Because like, I, you know, yeah. how long I was jacking off from Porter shit. Yes. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Same. I was like, oh, that plastic smell, blue water on your balls. Like I almost wish everybody just. <laughs> Experience what I experience so they could appreciate what they have at home. Yes. You know what I mean? It's you you earn you definitely earn uh the right to feel privileged. Is that does that make sense? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally understand. Yeah. Like one nostalgic thing from uh, our time in uh, Ramadi. Remember we were on top of the fucking uh, Heskel barriers. There was like about six of us. We were filling sandbags or whatever. Yes, and we thank just you. I'm and, sorry about that. And we <laughs> probably yeah. my fault. <laughs> and we took a break and we just Shot the shit up there. I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. And man. we just shot the shit. Like, we were talking. We were almost like doing a podcast. Yeah, yes, yeah, and we were talking shit, and we literally had a bird's eye view of the whole compound. Uh-huh. We could see the Euphrates River. We, if the enemy mm. wanted to shoot us, they had perfect line of sight on us at yeah. that time. But uh, a bunch of kids fucking hanging out, and I'm like I said, I'm a science nerd, and I think I was showing you guys some fucking rocks, some crystallization on the rocks, uh-huh, and yeah. I'm like, hey, look at it. I, I was making up stories, and I'm like, these motherfuckers don't know what the fuck they're, I'm, I'm talking about. You're the papa, man. You're yeah. the big papa. You're the one. Uh, let, let me see how long I can drag this one out. This yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely surreal, and it definitely is, um, um, I, like I said, Learn to appreciate home, and and you. I think about it sometimes back then, like, oh man, we got it so good. Even when the first time I, I find myself complaining about any little thing, like, yeah. oh, this sucks. Like, nah, it doesn't suck. This is this yeah. is okay. You know, this it could be okay. worse. You, you know what? Yeah, that also reminds me for for you, Loaf. Uh, so, how's your abandonment issues? Abandonment <laughs> issues? Yeah, the joke oh, yeah. Last <laughs> that was really good, man. <laughs> Fear of abandonment. I, I'm I'm here for you. <laughs> Just don't leave. Yeah, I, don't I, leave. I just won't leave. You just wait for me right here. <laughs> two weeks later, <laughs> they never come back. Uh, oh, man. 
Uh, Except did, relapses, that's the only thing that ever comes back. Did you get a chance to listen to the last episode? No, no, yeah, no, yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I like. I, I like your your last uh, listener. A Jen. A Jen. Uh, yeah, last uh, guest. <laughs> the. <laughs> She wasn't roadie. She was the road manager. The manager. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Okay, manager. At the end, I think I just saw a Facebook thing where she says re- she regrets everything and now that she's single. So I'm like wishing I was here so I could hit on her. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm like. Oh, you're nah. the cutie. Yeah, yeah. We'll try to look that up next time. Don't trip. <laughs> I know <laughs> you'd go after it. <laughs> that, that almost uh, yeah, brings me up to my my theme song that I, I want to play. <laughs> go ahead, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he sends me this like at midnight. I'm like, sleeping. I wake up like at you know three or four, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I want to reply back. I know he's sleeping at the time too, so I'm like, whatever. But it's uh, what is it? What's uh? It's uh, Mr. Chow. It's what's it's gonna be? <laughs> if you guys ever get a chance to uh, really listen, to it, I I think I play it almost every day. It's my wake up song. <laughs> play it to, to this mic. Right. Go ahead, look that up while I look up the fan questions. We're gonna come up on that segment next. Oh. <laughs> Hey, uh, Quadris thing song. I'd buy you a drink, but I snuck mine in. So unless you want a shot of this generic gin, then I've been drinking in the corner since I don't know when. Then I won't be much use to you. But look, I think your ass looks delicious. Uh huh. I got to get my dick in your britches. He will. Your body gonna make me religious. Hey. You know I wanna sex it with you, but look, now I got a lot of bitches to plow. So you can fuck with me later, but you should fuck with me now. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? This is my indie night song, so anytime I leave a bar, I start playing this song. If you even really <laughs> cared about that vagina of yours, you wouldn't leave it in the hands of an amateur. You put it on my dick and you sit real good. You know that's where you wanna be. Look, now, I got a lot of bitches to plow, so you can fuck me later, but you should fuck me now. What's that gonna be? What's it gonna be? Ha! I ain't got all night now. Yeah, so that's what the... Mr. Chow, he's the, the backout uh, singer on that. He's wearing a onesie, by the way. A, a silver <laughs> it's, metal uh, onesie. It's uh, Dr. Uh, what is his name? Chen? Is it Dr. Chen? Yeah. The real life guy. Kevin, um, I forget his name, from The Hangover. Ken Jung? Ken yeah, Young. Ken Jung. Dr. Young. Yeah, Ken, Dr. Young. All right, we got a couple. Let's go to uh, Instagram first, and then we'll go to Facebook, because I know Melcher hit something up on Facebook, so we'll oh, save those for last. As always. All right, our first one uh, from from John from Friday Night Fandom. Our friends are Friday Night Fandom. Oh, for anybody listening there that loves comic book talk and loves to hear comic book talk only, uh, check out Friday Night Fandom. Uh, they're a very very fun podcast. They do out of uh, McAllen, Texas, and they're one of my. You know, we became friends over the over the uh, internet and all that. So uh, please the check them out on find them on iTunes. But he asks, uh, "What's your favorite beer?" Um, uh, he asked for what is our okay so yeah let's go through our top three favorite beers for each of us that's a great question on snooze and booze love you want to go first or you want to come back to because um, I have my top three already buddy yeah um, mine's gonna be oil can first the Foster's I enjoy 
something that's uh, a pint. You know, yeah. Something I get all Australian with it. That's not a beer. This yeah, is a beer. Th- this that is a thing. beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throw another shrimp Post on the barbie. <laughs> and then uh, Guinness. Yeah, okay. That's because we got a chance to oh, go to yeah. Ireland and yeah. fucking actually drink real <laughs> fucking Guinness. Guinness. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, this has real fish in it. Fuck you, vegans. <laughs> You know they're gonna make like a vegan. Uh, yeah, vegan gonna... free beard. Fuck that shit, man. <laughs> I, I I want my fucking uh, bangers and mash and fucking uh, uh, my haggis or that's got it. Yeah, haggis. But whatever, you guys don't know. <laughs> Uncouth bastards. <laughs> and then I like a modelo. So, uh, of course, yeah, yeah modelo's my favorite as well. Mm, okay. uh, how about you, Lovey? Anything? Um, uh, it's a uh, Orasputin, mm. which was amazing. It's a thicky. Uh, uh, which part of his death, though? <laughs> oh, Rand. Uh, yeah. The hanging, choking, the... The guillotine? No, that he wasn't guillotine. No, he wasn't hanging either, by the way. He was poisoned, he was beaten, he was drowned, he was shot. That sounded like a sex knife for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, a big fan what's of What's your safe word? <laughs> he also had a monster dick, by the way. Like and I said, yeah. my sex knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> not too bad, not too bad at all right there. <laughs> Uh, uh, like uh, Heineken, you know, Heineken. as far as you know, just going like anywhere, like whatever it is that they have on tap or yep. anything. Mm-hmm. And um, Stone, anything. From oh, Stone. okay, Stone IPA, nice. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's uh, Shinerbach. Obviously, I'm gonna Shiner. Shinerbach. Sam Adams, because I'm fucking American as hell. Raw. Uh, and number three, uh, I love Shimei. Shimei is actually oh, okay. a, a Belgian brew. Ooh. Oh, nice. And that's why those. Hit. I heard there's a bomb. <laughs> What? Is this thing on? No? <laughs> yeah, it's a tall That's not too bad. That's a good one, buddy. That's a good one. Oh, no, I'm laughing, man. I'm yeah. laughing. That was great. Uh, El Cinco Six, those are friends from Spin That Back. He asks, why do you refuse to admit BVS, Batman vs. Superman, was a bad movie? I'm like, F you, man. That's a great movie. We went, that kind of answered this question earlier. We went, I went on a little rant about it. But I thought it was good. Of course, critics are saying it's bad, but I disagree completely. How's Wonder Woman in it? Oh, perfect, man. The perfect, the golden nice. perfect. She's she's amazing. Just to, just to let you know, when Wonder Woman came out when I was a kid, I yeah. used to spin around in a circle. It was like, Wonder I Woman! I still got a crush on her. Uh, Linda Carter. Yep. Fucking oh. beautiful. Beautiful. Oh. She aged beautifully. Biggest tits in the world. She had great You body. know, she actually has a couple of topless things. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah look look her up. up. Yeah, sure. I, I fapped to it. Like, every, yeah. Mm-hmm. Defending. Or Google. I just Google it. It's the same thing. Mrs. Yeah, came for free. <laughs> uh, Christian. Christian Herrera. One of our boys. Uh, our, our young bugs. Uh, he was one of the clothes. We were, you know, he he went, he spent our time with us overseas. Hey, Japan. he's a new daddy too. Big shout yep, out to you. Yep, yeah. Congratulations, Welcome man. to the club. Yeah, absolutely. We actually, want, he wants to come on. We want to have him on. Come on down, brother. That's for you, buddy. Yeah, we want to have him on. He wants to come on, and uh, he's a fan of the show, so he's out. Nice. You know, thank God he's asking this. Yeah. Uh, he asked, "What are some of the best comeback lines in a fight?" Uh, I got fuck my you. my favorite. <laughs> my favorite one. I'm stealing it from Roadhouse. Do you guys remember Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Yeah, with uh, uh, Patrick Swayze. No. Okay, well, this dialogue. Uh, well, for me, it's unforgettable. But the is bad it, guys. Is it? Uh, don't you ever put baby in the corner? No, <laughs> that's funny dirty. though. <laughs> that's funny though. Um, the bad guy in Roadhouse says something even better. Got him. Um, there he goes. No slap ramp because of course. 
Uh, no, no, no. This guy is okay. So he's the bad guy, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and if he would have said, if the, if I were in a fight with this guy and he were to say this to me, I'd hundred percent stop fighting. I'm like, what? <laughs> but he says this is his badass thing to say. He says like, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> You used to fuck guys in prison? And I was like, oh my god, I'm totally gonna say that to somebody in my next fight. Next time I get in a fight with whatever kind of uh, fucking bar brawl, whatever, I'm gonna say, like, really serious as I can. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. (laughs) Did they make fun of that in either like an Adam Sandler movie or. or, or Oh, no, no. You're thinking Happy Gilmore? Yeah, there you go. Oh, shit. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit? No. We're actually constantly saying that to each other, like, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. But just to let you know, Adam Sandler was brought up again, so these guys <laughs> like him. <laughs> I don't like pre two thousand one Sandler. He's alright. Uh, what about you, Carter? What's your best comeback line in a fight? Oh shit! Uh, you can beat me, you can torture me, but just don't bore me. Oh, man, that's from somewhere. Where is that from? Clint um, Eastwood. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I've never said that before because I, uh, I'm usually a big asshole. If, if I'm going to fight, I'm going to say the most outrageous thing. Actually, I remember you telling me a story when you were beating some kid up. And it, it, it made me like, what? It's borderline that I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Yeah. But you taught someone like, oh, you know what? You you like pretended, or if you did pull the kid's pants down, and like, I'm going to take your manhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some shit like that. Like, no, no. Like, oh, this, this, guy, this guy was actually bigger than me at the time. He goes, you know what's going to happen if we get in a fight? I go, if I win, I'm going to beat you. Then I'm going to rape you right here in front of everyone. You're going to be my bitch. I don't care if they call me gay, but you're going to know that you had my dick in you. And the guy looked at me like, what the fuck? Am I going to actually fight this guy? Do, do you run a chance of losing that? Either you're going to fight like an, like an animal to not to lose. Yeah. or but When you have like a whole high school crowd around you, they're like, oh, shit. He just pulled the gay card out of his. What does he do? Uh, I don't know. I always make me uh, laugh. Like, I'm going to take your manhood. I remember you saying that. It's like, what? Okay. But I remember you told me this story serious, and I remember not wanting to laugh or question you. Like, uh, what? I remember when you said I, I think, yeah, we were still I new was like 19. Yeah, I was yeah. like 19. Yeah, I was still brand new to the unit, but I remember this one the earlier. It's like, what the fuck? Like, who, who is, is this, this fucking guy? guy? Uh, all right, Lovey, your turn. Who was the like the badass thing to say during a fight? Oh fuck! Um, who left the fridge open? <laughs> <laughs> Tropic Thunder. So <laughs> <laughs> no, you going with that? <laughs> I had something else. Uh, Have you ever gotten nah. a fight like where you you said something back to the dude or anything? Nah, nothing like that. No. Nah. Uh, what was your? I, like, I was thinking like something. Um, uh, fucking Jack Burton would have said in a uh, big trouble oh, in the China. <laughs> Because he had a couple, like, like awesome little one-liners just in between shit throughout the movie. The last time we got in a fight wasn't that long ago. It was actually, uh, have you guys ever heard of it? So, Mar- how's Jackie doing? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of El Malicón? Uh, no me digas. Yeah, it's a straight-up, like, paisa bar. And I went with a couple of buddies from work. It was pretty fun, but, uh, you know, they're playing Mexican music, obviously. He, uh, he, he didn't know that they were all guys in there, so... <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> There was a lot. No, but there is obviously, you know, the whole, like, you know, um, drug dealing look, you know, the yeah. cowboy, yeah. you know, the whole yeah. ranchero look. 
and and supposedly this place like at least a couple fights a night at the parking lot that kind of yeah. thing. And one of my buddies talking shit to other dude, so I go over there. Uh, oh, okay, I'll back him up. I don't know if they know how to fight or not, but uh, you know, obviously I train. And I, you can you you walk in with a mentality like, oh, okay, let's do this. Yeah. You because you're gonna beat you're literally you're getting beat up every day. This is especially at the time when I was I had my own gym, my MMA gym with my buddy Vu. And you're you're getting beat up every day. You're getting you're fighting and yeah. You know, so being yeah. punched one time, yeah, like, okay. yeah. taking punches in the face. Okay, cool, whatever. It's not a big deal to you. So you're stepping into a situation where you know the other guys are way more nervous or afraid. Yeah. Of getting like oh they get shaky in their legs or their hand like you you can kind of tell like oh okay this guy's not used to the confrontation or physical alteration as much as opposed to where you know you're training every day you're getting literally you get like oh okay you tap me I tap you where you're losing mm-hmm. fights every day you know so it's not a big deal. And I just remember, like, okay, that mentality I'm carrying over, it, it, uh, it definitely uh, changes the mood of the yeah. area. So, um, so I go up to one of the dudes that's, like, picking a fight with my buddy, and I'm like, what? What, motherfucker? You think just because you're cute that I won't punch you? <laughs> <laughs> and he starts, like, what? Like, it was just, uh, but not just him, yeah. the whole crowd behind him. They're like, like the, uh, fuck? the fuck is this <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Is it mighty corner? Is it so? Chris is like, like, yeah, that's right, nigga. Just cause you smell good, don't mean I'm fucking gonna fuck you up like yeah. that. But I'm trying. To, I got a serious face. My homie behind me, like, what the? Like they're laughing because they already know yeah. me. But they're at the same time. They're like, what the fuck? What the hell? Like, like, so you know, it's it's that kind of that's the that's the that's the mood that was put yeah. out there. No, by the way, that de-escalated everything. Nobody fought. Everyone just like, what the fuck is this guy? Let's get out of here. It was very funny, man. Yeah, and you're like what? What's the, the, what? What? What's the fuck this, up? No, I'm like, what? What the we're in this circle of trust? There's something I said. That kind of thing, you know? Um, oh, a great man. question. Thank you, Herrera. And once again, congratulations on your new baby boy. Yep. Um, Hopes you never get any sleep anymore now. Let me see. There's a friend. Oh, Armando Ortiz. Oh, fucking Ortiz. <laughs> Ortiz. Uh, if you all remember Ortiz from a couple stories ago, he's the guy that I had to go get loses virginity at the uh, brothel in oh, Japan. Okay. <laughs> he has a question for us. Uh, but you got to say it in his voice, though. <laughs> Sergeant, uh, <laughs> what's the worst part about having sex? <laughs> Ortiz, if he's fucking you in the ass that hard, that's probably the worst <laughs> part. It's <laughs> a great question. Thank you, Ortiz. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go around the table. Um, uh, Lofi, what's the worst part for you? About having sex? Yeah. Shit. Um, uh, I guess the morning after. <laughs> oh, nice, not bad. The, the pill, or actually just waking up next to him? No, just uh, the morning after, just uh, just taking in like whatever happened, you yeah. know, because like the morning after is one mindset, and yeah. the night before is a different one. Oh yeah, so actually, it's just that jump, like literally, like a couple minutes after you bust a nut, is a completely different mindset. Yeah, you're like, you know? oh. <laughs> get out <laughs> I regret every decision uh, what about for you Quadra what's the worst um, part shit. or the worst part of having sex worst part of having sex uh, typically when the husband shows up that's that's I, uh, what are you Someone's doing here. Yep, I'm like I got you, what? I know what you mean. what you're married <laughs> I'm gay sir no, no. <clears throat> this isn't my story this isn't my story this is actually in front of my story but I'll tell it in the first person because it'll be funnier but this is somebody else's story, just so everybody knows. And I won't say his name to keep him off, uh, keep him in good graces. But he was fucking a girl, and whatever the girl's man, uh, boyfriend comes through, and uh, comes through that fucking, and and she's like, she hears him, and she's like, oh my god, you gotta hide. Like, no, we can't hide. It's ridiculous. This is a small ass apartment. There's no way. And then he's like, you know what? 
I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Let him in. Let him come in. I got. I'll handle this. And uh, and then she's just like, no, you can't fight him. You can't fight him. Don't fucking do anything. Like I don't want you to fight him. Like I, you know, he's like, I'm not gonna fight him. Just trust me. Let him in. Act like everything's normal. And okay, so the guy comes in. I'm gonna, this. I'm gonna switch it for shooter. So the guy comes in, and I'm like, uh, you know, all of a sudden, like I have my back to him. And I and I'm looking at the blinds and the windows. I'm like, oh my god, these drapes have got to go. Oh my, god. We, we can we'll rearrange everything. You're like, and, I, and I turn and I turn around and I look at it. And the dude's kind of like, he's looking like, oh my god, is this him? He's such a tall drink of water. He is gorgeous. Oh my, this oh, you did not tell me he was this cute. And I go and shake his hand like very limp. <laughs> and then he's just like, uh, and I see she's like, oh, you know, she didn't tell. Oh, you know, whatever her name was, didn't tell. Oh yeah, I'm, what's her face? Yeah, no, I'm just you working know, Do you what particular color do you like? And he's like, oh, oh, like your eyes. Just a strong, him. smoky style. Yeah, flirting with him, making him feel comfortable, and he's just kind of like whatever he goes and does his thing. And, he's like, and then I, I t- turn around, wink. She, he winks, or I wink at her. Uh, he winks at her, and then he walks away. And then it was just like, oh my god, like I never, you know, never heard from her again, type of thing. But I remember that story, like, oh my god, that's balls, fucking move. I can't believe that worked. And whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's really true though. When you you have a like, oh, gay, you're not. If your girl goes out with another dude and the guy's gay, completely non-threatening. <laughs> okay, cool. You're you're completely cool with it. You know, it's not even a big deal, or whatever. Off the radar. But completely just uh, uh, de-escalated that situation. It was very funny. I remember. When when I when I heard that story, I just started crying, laughing like, "Oh my god, that's gotta be, that's gotta, yep. I got, I gotta utilize that somehow." Yeah, that, that's an, that's an escape plan right there. Uh huh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> but the way, yeah. Uh, uh, unless the, unless the guys buy, like, uh, you gonna here to suck my dick? Yeah, like, right. Uh, oh, shit, I'm fucking fine. your wife. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she likes it in the ass. So do I. <laughs> Not bad. Oh. Uh, let's switch up to Facebook questions real quick. All right, all right. All right. We got we got two from Melcher, one from Robert Perez. The first one from Melcher goes, <laughs> okay, I guess. Uh, why is it that every time I come across a twelve incher, I experience severe cold-like symptoms? You know, headache stuff, stuffy nose, sore throat, quivering, twitching anus. <laughs> Am I doing something wrong? Should I pet or slap or beat it first? Should I take antibiotics before? Uh, should I start with a smaller one and then work myself up? Please, I help me. I want to know. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll help you with this. Okay, I'll show. Yeah. All right. If, if you're going to start with the 12-inch, yeah. you know, uh, you need to warm up first. Because mm-hmm. it, the way you're handling, man, you're, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way I always feel about it is the same way I felt when I said last time, like, I don't think it's that bad if it's a little dick. If you're getting fucked with a big dick, yeah. man, you gotta feel violated. Gay or straight, you're gonna feel violated. You know? like, what are like the physiological repercussions of that? Like, of what's getting, going on? Uh, for a 12-incher? Uh, I'm trying to think, you know, just like... Well, that, that's cares. a Dodger dog. Have you ever eaten a Dodger dog before? <laughs> just in one bite. <laughs> Anal tears. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's up to stomach. Maybe an Alka Seltzer. Take an Alka Seltzer and calm your stomach. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Definitely getting up there, getting the itch. You know? <laughs> uh, no pun intended. Yeah. Plenty of pun intended. Well, unless uh, this special 12 inch touches your heart, then that's. Nice. You know what, for sure. Yeah, it's a solar plexus <laughs> yeah. around there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 100% for sure. Melcho, you gotta uh, dr- just, uh, take more drugs, man. That's what I'd recommend for anything yeah. painful. Roofies. Yeah, roofie yourself, buddy. Uh, Robert Perez asks, 
If you put a, if you put a Smurf in a rear naked choke and hold it too long, what color does he turn? Green. <laughs> he turns Smurfy. Question. Turns Smurfy. 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 Got me in a Smurf, man. I'm Smurfing. 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 Oh man. <laughs> I like that question. That yeah, like question. like what's soft blue and creamy? <laughs> Tell me. Smurf come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> uh, they can all be egg material. <laughs> Melcher ask again with a picture of a little black. Jesus doll or some shit? I don't know. It's because it's uh, Jesus uh, Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. The zombie Jesus. Yeah, zombies yeah. Jesus. He asked, do you think that bigot Christian followers of Donald Trump would still be Christian if God was black? If no, what re- um, if no, what religion would they follow? Like this, guy, this black guy carrying a cross down here. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. That's kind of a cool question, I guess. But what if uh, what if Jesus was black? Do you think that we'd still have the Republican right wing um, type of I don't want to say Republican because that doesn't has anything to do with it. But the whole right wing Christian uh, fundamentalist, super conservative, super conservative fundamentalist Christians that would would they follow if if you had the mascot that Jesus was black? Because a lot of people obviously he wasn't black, but he was Middle Eastern looking, more brown looking, obviously than yeah. he was dark skin. He was he was Mexican looking. I don't think he was dark skin because I'm I'm not dark skin, but we're brown. You know, we're none of us here are dark skin, but we're brown. We're all I get, all I can say, if you brought a lot of Iraqis over here to East LA, they'll blend right in. Yeah, absolutely. They're, dude, I would say it all the time. Iraq looked like Tijuana. I'm yeah, not even kidding. It, exactly. it really did. Yeah, uh, but no. But I say, so would you think? Obviously, we have a. No, we uh, people have a, this mentality of Jesus Christ as this blonde hair, blue eyed, hippie looking motherfucker, right? Right. But it's not necessarily the. Obviously, it's not the case at all. But uh, would that change? What I wonder: Would America would they follow someone who didn't look like them? You know. Well, like thinking about it, you know. What's this? Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> It's a 1970. Have you ever seen it? No. Fuck no. no. Oh my goodness! Please. <laughs> no. Well, we're not watching it now. It, I watched it. It's 70. It. It's like a 70s porn style. Yeah. Oh man, this is. Uh, bring, I love you, Jesus. Uh, I'd rather watch uh, Kanye perform when he does Jesus walks and he has a no Jesus hell no. I definitely would not rather watch that either. That's so fucking ridiculously blasphemous. Uh, have you seen any? Videos yeah, I've where seen he does some. That, rid- by the way, yes, I have. Where and he, he comes like, out in this robe, looking like oh, and he like blesses like oh, Kanye. Yeah. Like Kanye's like you know before him, and he does it, some. Shit. It's like some of the like I'm. You're literally looking at like a. An obvious double worshiper, and yeah. nobody's seen this. Like that kind of, ah, that's just funny. Is it Illuminati? No, uh, maybe, maybe worse. Uh, Bill Cipher shit. Well, I, I believe in the sun god and Ra. So yeah, Ra, Ra Egyptian yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just seen that movie, uh, God of Egypt. Horrible movie. Oh yeah, horrible. Oh my fucking god. Dry butler, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm... <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did you? I, I I just started watching. I couldn't stop watching. I like Jesus. <laughs> Is like it so bad it was addicting? Like, like one a, of those? Like a car wreck? Oh, yeah. uh, Lofi, your thought you were about to say, I'm out. Um, yeah, like said, do you think white America would follow someone who doesn't look just like them? They didn't have someone that represented them? I think, um, like, from, like, just before this point in time or just, like, since the dawn of time? Because I think things would have been different. Let's say conservative right. America right now. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, just because I came across this one story mm-hmm. where, I forget where it was, I want to say it was up north, like in Montana or something, mm-hmm. where there was this uh, hospital in Montana, there was like a family, there was like a baby girl, like she needed medical attention, all the doctors were busy, and the only person available was like the head nurse, which was an African-American lady. Mm-hmm. 
and the the father was like, I don't want her touching my daughter. Mm. But she was the only one qualified. Everybody else, they, they were like newbies, you know. They didn't yeah. even know what was going on. But he's like, you know, like, I can save your daughter. I know exactly what to do in this situation. I forgot what the issue was. Yeah. And I was like, no, don't you dare fucking touch my daughter. You know, mm-hmm. you N-word, this, this, and that. You mm-hmm. know, like, super, you know, whatever you would expect. Nurse. N-word, right? Nurse? Yeah. yeah. Like okay. the nurse. Yeah. Nigger nurse, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was near. That <laughs> uh, uh, Blazing Saddles. Nice, yeah. Um... And, uh, yeah, it was, like, this whole thing where, you know, like, I can save your daughter, you know, just let me do my job. It's like, don't you dare fucking touch her. It yeah. was, like, this, like, big thing, you know. And uh, I think the baby ended up dying just because, like... Oh, sickle cell? Said, uh, <coughs> oh, yeah. It's sickle cell only uh, for sense. black people, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Justified. Yeah. <laughs> well, the daughter wasn't... <laughs> 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 anyway, um, uh, no yeah. shame here, Lovey. We're the least guys. I was just trying to get through it without like any like detours, because it's like I just had to take a U-turn around back again. Uh, but yeah, I guess uh, what ended up happening, like the father didn't want the daughter to be handled by an African American, right? Right. So because she was black. Dying. Yep, basically. Mm. Like in Swahili black, purple color, or, uh, or like high yellow. Well, Montana is definitely pretty close to Wyoming, and yeah. it was you know. Idaho those, isn't like I, I depend. No, what what I meant not pretty close in geographical minds, but I meant like the mindset where it's straight out of the nineteen fifties, forties, where it's racist as yeah. shit. You know, Montana. All of those lower populated states are racist as shit, yeah. man. Midwest, man. Well, did we, actually, did we talk, did we say that on air? I don't remember if it was on air or not. But the, when we were in Wyoming and. Mm-hmm. The, we don't like your kind around here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, you know, Lincoln, black guy, Trevino, a Mexican dude. Yeah. They tried to go out to... The, that's why we were And these were off. big guys, too. They're yeah. not fucking little guys, either. Yeah, and people... No problem saying, you know, fuck you. Nigger, know, beaner, yeah. get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, exactly. Word for word. Shit like that. Taco and basketball. And, and they weren't even... I remember they weren't even mad. They were just surprised, shocked. Like, what the... F- this still exists, you know, like that kind of thing. Hmm. That's why we weren't allowed off the base to go party. You know, we, you know they brought us a few right, kegs right. for that shit. But it like, yeah, I mean, it's still relevant, and I mean, people don't think about it. I guess because obviously we're living in the big cities, we live yeah. in the big states where, where it's, it's very know, diverse. It's diverse, you know. No one even thinks that way. it's antiquated way of thinking. But in these places where you know where they're still living, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty years behind, they're not catching up with the rest of the world. Where you know they're not going to go, you know. The, the internet's not in their day every day, you know. They're still getting the... They get their news from the, their paper that they get once a week, that kind of thing. Their their mentality is not going to change, you know what I mean? And these are generations and generations that's passed down from these small-town living areas. And where they see an outsider, they see someone that looks like you, me, or you, and they, they're like, what the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. You know, no... Right. They have they have no... No diversity. Yeah, but, but they have no fear of... Of going up to you and confronting you and telling you like, nope, we're not changing here. You know, I think that's what the real problem is that the, the, the fear of change. They have, they don't want it. They don't need it. They, for them, they're set. We're yeah. good. I'm not trying to adapt to anything. Fuck you if you're trying <laughs> to change my way of thinking. Like, oh, I saw this kid Donald Trump on TV the other day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, make America great again. Yeah. Yeah. How great you want to make it? You know. Yeah. America's pretty great on its own without bringing back some old racist bullshit. Fuck, you know? man. Yeah, we don't need to bring up like that the old bullshit. But all the Trump supporters, it's crazy the way they their mentality. Because you know what? It's actually the older people. Yeah, 
that are actually stepping up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's the dude that punched him. Yeah. The older gentleman. Uh, that punched the, uh, one of the uh, the anti-Trump, the, mm-hmm. the guys that was protesting, the Trump's protesters, yeah. And so the, yeah. they're willing to step up and uh, yeah, make right. that change. Because they're like, oh, hell yeah, that's how mm-hmm. it was back for, for me growing up. Yes, you're right. That, for them, what make America great again, Trump's slogan, yeah. that's what that means to them. Let's bring back the, the, the way white yeah, days, stand, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, they have no problem coming up and, you know, unfortunately, uh, the youth of society does not vote. No, they don't. So, You're right. so it, it will be an older generation. Yeah, it'll be the people in their seventies yeah, and eighties. Right. They're the ones that still are vote. saying, "Hey, you know what? Fuck it, uh, old white America, let's bring it back for one more shot." That's a great point. And, and what's the point? Of course, they, they can say, "Yeah, I'm racist as fuck." They're gonna be dead in the next ten years. They probably won't see you know, Trump. If he gets elected yeah, to, to it, end this election, his, yeah, bullshit changes, yeah, uh-huh. end his term, you mean, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, exactly, yeah, that's a good point. You're right, yeah, that's a, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're right. Young people don't vote, you know, it is the older, it's almost all senior citizens mm-hmm. that are, are up there making that. What difference. what it is? It's the last of the baby boomers mm-hmm. that are, are putting in their, their last vote because in the next they want ten feel, years they want to feel relevant. Yeah, in the next ten fifteen years they're gone. Yeah, it. It goes back to our our military thing. Uh, World War One veterans are gone. Yeah, I think there's only like a uh, hundred left. Yeah, uh, World War Two veterans. There's only maybe about uh, not even that like, many left. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Yeah, I was just reading something about that. There's very few left. Yeah. So that generation of of great America, where mm-hmm. it came together mm-hmm. and they did something to stop something, it's gone. Was... Yeah. That was obviously evil. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, he, we, we live in a time now where it's controversial to uh, go fight. You know, like, oh, we don't know anything that's blatant evil because we want to, well, let's see their view. You know, Vietnam started that. Like, what are we doing there? Yeah, what, exactly. Do we belong there? What are we really doing? What are we making a difference? Why are we even there? For money? That same, it led over to the Iraqi war where OIF, where, where we're a part of, mm-hmm. where... You know, we, while it was never talked about in country. You, you know why? The only reason why Iraq pushed so hard is because 9 11. Because yeah, they, they, they gave us an evil to follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we didn't know. We were just thinking, you know what? Fuck it. It was, yeah. hey, it was we're, these we're, guys. The guys that fucking crashed in the building were all dead. They, yeah. yeah they they, it's not like you have an enemy to punch back at. Yeah, exactly. So that they use that as a jumping off point. Obviously, they're there for oil. Obviously, yeah, they're there for money. Obviously, they're there for political reasons. And it was none of the reasons that. Most of America was blindly following, yeah. and we, for the most part, we knew what was really going on. But we didn't. It didn't matter at the time. No, well, the political angle why we were overseas didn't matter because no. right now we're there, whether yeah. we can help it or not. And we, our whole fucking point is now my my job for for the next nine months to a year. My job is to keep myself alive and keep my brothers and my left and right of me alive. That's all. Yeah, I don't have to worry about anything else. You hey, know? you know, I'll bring it up because I saw Facebook and everything. You know, in Iraq, they they just made a new uh, uh, a new firebase. No, it's called Firebase Bell. I think I brought it up on Facebook once or twice. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's Marines over there that they're saying they. So it's a new arty. Uh, yeah. A forward uh, post, that are out there and fucking. That's that's the base where uh, I guess that staff sergeant from Temecula got rocketed. Okay. Yeah, so he was there, and uh, they they hit the base because they were actually. Firing a couple of training rounds to to range and everything yeah, else. Yeah, you have to find their huh. So, unfortunately, uh, rest in peace. That yeah, he got a rocket uh, coming back at him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's our our evil. Uh, we, yeah, for I, for you know, and 
And even that's like controversial though. And you're like, oh, like everyone, you know, what are we really doing in Iraq? Why are we there? Were they, you know, that mm-hmm. liberating people? What? We don't have that obvious fact where, oh, they had Hitler. Yeah. They had the axe. There was literally called the, the axis, axis of evil. Of, exactly. You know, they knew who the bad guys was. <laughs> it was black and everything was black and white for them. Come, even Korea was a little bit more like uh, 30th parallel. Yep. You know, did we even make a difference? Checkpoint Charlie. Everything mm-hmm. started getting into gray areas. Vietnam was completely gray. Half the country wanted out. Half yep. the country wanted in. We get into, like I said, the uh, the next big, big, big one, which is, you know, excluding uh, Contra and excluding uh, uh, Desert Storm. We get into the big, big one, which is Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom. And now it's gray again. It's like, yep. what are we really doing there? Do What are the reasons why we're over there? They didn't attack us. They didn't. Osama didn't do, you know, that. And then this becomes like, we don't have that obvious evil that that generation had. Exactly. Where the whole world, where whole all of America came together. To uh, go fight the bad guys, we but, don't have it anymore. You but know? you know what? Uh, I can see how America is uh, is coming together mm-hmm. and getting ready to fight that new evil that's coming around. Because mm-hmm. Independence Day Two is coming out. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. <laughs> they're coming back with the vengeance. These oh, aliens, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave immigrants. It's a, it's all it's all a metaphor for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's it's like oh yeah we I think we mentioned in the last podcast or two. Where a common enemy. That's all the the only thing you need to bring people together. It literally is a common enemy. Yes. And you know there was a rule that they used in boot camp. Obviously, you know you hate your drone structure together, and it may, it brings you guys you know all closer because you want you got the common guy like oh he's he's the asshole he's yeah. the asshole he's the asshole let's let um, you know let's not be assholes to each other because we are we have one common yeah, enemy let's group exactly. together and it forces group unity you know and it's a common thread. That's what we need. We really do need a global. A threat yep. that can bring everyone together to uh, Independence Day. Yeah. In the, that's exactly what I was just saying. Yeah, exactly. we need we need that alien invasion or like a Cthulhu <laughs> yeah. coming around. We cannot be consumed by our petty differences yeah. anymore. <laughs> it should be win the day. <laughs> the Fourth of July will no longer be known as an American mm-hmm. holiday, but as a holiday where the world came together in one voice. We will not go down quietly into the night. We will not go down without a fight. We're gonna live on. <laughs> I was crying when he said that. Thank you, Bill Pullman. Thank you. That was a great, that speech, was a great speech. Greatest that speech of great all time. Speech. That one in the Street Fighter speech that John Claude gives. <laughs> so they're like, but we can all go home. You know, and that one, that one, but I'm not going home. I'm going to get on my bolts and I'm going to kick that son of a bitch bison's ass so hard. I love that speech. The next bison yeah. wanna be. It's, it's gonna, gonna feel it. it. <laughs> now, who wants to go home? Who wants, wants to go, go with me? me? Ah! <laughs> Most horrible movie ever. Those are the two best speeches oh, of all God. time. I give them to my. Yeah, actually, there was a uh, speech that I'd give to the like the squad or the our FTC before uh-huh. I go. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the the nut check job? Okay, I'll tell. I'll tell but it was like okay. All right, Jess, we're about to go do our thing. You know, before a mission, before we. Start, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I remember that. If you ever feel, or even before like a PFT, you ever feel yeah. like giving up? Oh, I'll tell you because you're you're ready. I'll be like, look, if you ever feel like uh, giving up, there's a spot. There's you know, there's this legit Buddhist monk bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? Like. Tibetan fucking hidden secret shit, but there's a spot on on your body where you you know you you press it, it re- instantly rejuvenates you. So like right now, go to your belly button, go to your belly button right now. Like go about a couple inches down, and grab a hold of those motherfucker. Okay, yeah. you grab a hold of them, you push on yeah. through. Yeah. And obviously, you go pointing your balls, and you're like ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> people are like that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that was, but I, I do that one. That was a good. Uh, just... Damn, there was one more man. I, one more speech that I had to give to like. I'm trying to remember. Go ahead, Tyler. I'm trying to remember it. Yeah, it was about 
push past those first three inches and add the fifth, you know, <laughs> no, cut the balls. Just, no? Oh. No. <laughs> I seen him do it, too. He was a Dodger dog at the time. <laughs> was it? <laughs> oh, nice. I forgot the other one. I got to look it up again. But there was another speech that I'd give that was another one, like, uh uh-huh, you know, that kind of shit. Um, you know, our unit, or the FDC. We, was a tight-knit group. We, we were a tight-knit group, yeah, yeah exactly. Because uh, we were the the smartest, the strongest, but we were still the smallest of uh yeah, the battery. Like, uh, the, at the most we ever had was 10, 8 people. At, yeah. the, at the smallest we were having, like, we were operating our missions at, at four or five yeah, people. It's crazy, man. We were operating our missions at a really small, but we normally have about, like, six yeah. to seven, eight people. Uh-huh. But, like I said, we were a small unit, so everyone had, like, multiple jobs going on. So. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Everybody had at least two, three jobs. Yeah. You were this, and you were this, and you were this. Yeah, like, like I, I made sure. I made coffee. <laughs> I did more than that, buddy. Security. <laughs> yeah, security, the generators. You know what? Uh, I, I'll, I'll bring this up. My my thing in the Marine Corps or my brotherhood that I learned over there was safety. Uh-huh, yeah. Even when we went to Iraq, my only thing I... And that's how I think I came to, to call everyone brothers. Like when I met Medell, when I met Hernies. Where are you, Hernies? Well, I'm seeing him tomorrow, by the way. Oh, fucking. Yeah. Give him a hug and punch him in the fucking face for me. Yeah, first yeah. time in a long time, but yeah. I am seeing him tomorrow, yeah. Uh, Hernies is, uh, I was turning 30. This was an 18-year-old kid. And uh-huh. I instantly bonded with him. Yeah. I called him mijo, fucking. He yeah. looked like my son. Literally, he could have <laughs> been my son. We were going to uh, war together. Mm-hmm. And uh, my main object- objective was to keep everyone safe. Uh, I've always been like the mama bear or yeah. the papa bear Pop or whatever. Bear. Just to make sure... Um, our guys always had. I used to steal for them. I used to fucking uh, shenanigans. Take care of what, us. Yeah, yeah, take care of whatever, whatever was the means. Uh, that was my things to make sure FDC ran as smooth as possible, and we got our, our mission done because we were the brains of the operation. Because uh, if we fired around, literally, I knew from the very beginning if we made a mistake, yeah. it would be our whole fucking FDC would be blown apart because. If we move the decimal over, we're, we're sending around like three miles out in the wrong position. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, and the, the stress the factor was... The calculation was, was yeah. crazy. You have to be precise. Like, I give it up to uh, Steve uh, yeah. right now because uh, I didn't want to take that fucking responsibility. Uh, ops I, I, yeah. I never want to do ops chiefs. I go, yeah. fuck that job. Because oh, right. so you have the stress. And there was a point where Medell, when he fired his yeah. first round, and yeah. I, I saw his ass... This guy's always been the most laid-back guy ever, and he was such a pucker factor. He wouldn't laugh at none of my jokes. He was with the the lieutenant, uh, uh, lieutenant Mansoor, yeah. lieutenant Mansoor, and they were like, they were joker face. They were oh my god, it's white. And they, yeah. they they wouldn't say anything. They didn't want to crack a joke. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, uh, these motherfuckers. They're they're <laughs> they're in their zone. We're nervous as yeah. shit, man. Yeah, and uh, and it was such a high responsibility, and I bypassed it. I I know I did because yeah. uh, they didn't go to you first. Yeah, they did. You're, you're, you're no, they they came to me and say, "Hey, you want to handle this?" Like, nah, man. We're really I, I don't need this shit. Yeah, mm. and the sergeant got hurt, so mm. one of us had to step up and um, do the thing. That's how it happened. Yeah, I I told Madonna, I go, "You handle that shit." I said, "I'll handle everything on the outside. Yeah. You handle everything on the inside." I, actually, it was a strategical plan for myself not to put myself. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like, uh, Medell can, yeah, Medell can bounce back from this. <laughs> man. It was, I remember, like, okay, it's crazy, man. 
because the calculations have to be like within in, 30 seconds yeah. Yeah. and it's a lot like you're literally like, it, 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 i don't know how to explain it's like, it. like wind like steven yep like wind, exactly, oh, exactly the, yeah. the weather yeah exactly it's like stephen hawking shit like you know and keep track and like like if i show you like the notepad that i'll have to keep my notes you'll be like what chicken scratch and that's yeah. what it looks like it's just num- random numbers and that's but at the time it made sense yeah yeah it's yeah. all equations right no it, yeah. it, it, yeah. you, you know what um uh, what they did yeah, was uh, uh, control chaos because we Best had put it, yeah. Yeah, we, we had Oops, sorry. Uh, many parts of the exterior uh, battery moving. We're talking about rounds going down range, uh, uh, propellant going down, uh, location of the enemy, location of uh, uh, our, our, our forces. You know, it was, it was tough because... There, you know, like you, you're yeah. right. You called it the the whole Joker mentality. Completely left me. Yeah. And I've never been more serious in life. And a lot of times, I felt myself being an asshole. Yeah, he was. He, yeah. He turned to. I'm like, hey, he's like, not right now, Quadra. Like, yeah. oh, fuck you, then. <laughs> I'm like, never right now. Get me this. Get yeah. me that. I need this. I need this now. And it, you're kind of demanding, and and you forget. Like I remember Vance. Yeah. You know, Vance, one of our, you know, one of my my best friends, and he was like, man, and we almost became enemies. You, and when you were running the show, fuck you. He yeah. was Telling me this afterwards. Floor is the same thing. Like quadrants, and like these are you know the other sergeants in the in the in the band who you know we, we really bonded together. And I'm just like coming like I need this, I need this now. But yeah. I'm not even like can can I get this? Please? Yeah, like, it was like no. hey fucker, do this now no, or get no. the fuck out. Yeah. So yeah, I really like this. And you know, or I'm I'm and it was just like like oh shit like in retrospect after it was done and yeah. relieved the responsibility. I felt like man, I, I really was an asshole. But at the same time, I kind of felt like you I didn't even think be. about it. I kind of needed to. Yeah, you needed to be. You needed to be. And and I knew that because I I can be an asshole, but not to that degree uh, for the responsibility that I want. I I've always been on the safety part. Yeah. But I think when we were going to Iraq, that's why I trained for uh, to kill someone, to to move and to hit an surgeon. To when we were detainees, I had no problem with choking the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I I did have a problem in the FTC going fuck. Am I that much of a dumbass where yeah. I can't multiply this that I can get uh, many people killed because my stupidity? Yeah. Now, I knew that wasn't my forte, so that's why I said, hey, you know, Modell's a whiz with numbers. Uh-huh. Let him handle it. Yeah. Uh, I'll be outside making little booby traps, too. Well, you know, it's weird because even if you would have took it, like, we'd be there to help yeah. you out. You know that kind of. That's what we we're there for. I mean, you guys were there as much as you guys wanted, wanted hated me at the time. You guys were still helping. No, me yeah, out, of course, making sure I didn't come down because you making sure I didn't fall or fuck up. You know, and that's what we were like. Yeah, yeah we. we I, were, I'm gonna fucking. You're gonna owe me a beer for this later, but yeah. here you go. That's kind of the face that they all had. You know, like they knew what was going on. They knew the risk and they knew the the, the standards that were we were being held to. But they all had that look, like you know what, like. I hate you right now, but let me get this. But I, you know? but what it was for me, I realized. I go, ah, I'm not suited for this. Oh, so that's why I was able to step down. Like, hey, Miguel, please take this. Mm-hmm. And when you took it, like, <laughs> sucker, dude. Like, <laughs> I remember my, the first step. There's the prep day before the missions mm-hmm. all start. Like, we went into with Lieutenant Osor, and he's asking me, like, hey, we got to come do this uh, prep uh, pop, uh, prop. Prep position work. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, you... I knew what it was, but Madel did it. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, so I go there. I think, oh, I'll be back in, like, 30 minutes. Like, we were there for, like, till 2 in the morning. Yep. And each... 
each uh, AFA they're called, but like uh, like position areas where, of fire, yeah, areas of fire. But position where we were at had a the the grid and coordinates. So you had to calculate from each where you were going to shoot at the coordinate grid. You had to figure out uh, the, your your target firing area, your your area. Of yeah, fire. your max range, your minimum range. Of so everything each else one, and we had like twelve, and each one had to be like uh, like. And I remember when I first got there, and I did the first one like. This is gonna take like out. Why didn't you call me earlier? Like, what? Do you, and, and keep in mind, our lieutenant's kind of new too. Yeah. So we're both kind of like, fuck, man. And I, I almost want to hit up the sergeant that was here. Like, hey, man, can you stay on the phone with me? <laughs> like, yeah. so it just wasn't an option. And you had to. You kept saying this, but yeah. uh, baptized by fire. Yep. You're, you're just thrown into the fucking pit, and you gotta. Learn how to swim? Yeah, swimmer, swimmer, sink, yeah, sink or swimmer. Right? It, the, the reason why I learned baptism by fire, because uh, when we were in Iraq, uh, I was a lance corporal, and all of a sudden they said, hey, Omnis Domnis, That's right. Yeah. You're sergeant of the guard. You're now in charge of all these other sergeants, but you're a lance corporal. I'm like, how the fuck does this work? Yeah, just because you're older, though. Yeah, and I worked at, uh, at a jail before, at Southgate uh, Jail, as a jailer for a little while. And when I told them this, they're like, all right, you're 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 in charge of this shit. But when shit hit the fan, they're like, ah, oh, he's a Lance Corporal. He he didn't know anything. Yeah, that's fucked I'm up. like, ah, oh, fuck you guys. But we, but it was a baptism by fire. And for me, the responsibility was huge. I was dealing with uh, detainees. I was dealing with Marines and their safety. I had to make sure that the armory, that people were fed, constant hours were moving. Um, we got a report from Donald Rumsfeld. Saying, hey, you know what? Detainees will be paid uh, fucking... Uh, for each day. Yeah, for it. each day of them being uh, detained if they're not uh, actual insurgents. Uh, he was a... Uh, for anyone who doesn't remember, he was a Secretary of Defense at yeah. the time. Yeah. Big deal. And so it, it was a big deal. And <laughs> and then there was little side missions. We had, we had secret squirrels there. The Navy yeah. SEALs, fucking Army Ranger, whatever. Uh, Army intelligence. Yeah. Uh, military intelligence, yeah. And, and a lot of guys didn't know that we had... Uh, people um that were undercover so we would get interpreters and embed them into the different cells and i remember one big fiasco was i don't think i ever told Medell or anything uh one of the guys that we embedded no one else knew about this guy so they were all the other marines were just beating the shit out of him and fucking treating him like shit and he'll come out, hey, man, when when am I going to come out? And like, what, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you know, keep him in the dark, feed him shit. That yeah. Kind of thing, yeah. So, and then they fucking call me over like, hey, who authorized this guy to go over there? I go, now, they told me I was Sergeant of the Guard at the time, but it's that Navy SEAL over there. And he goes, oh, he left like a week and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, and that guy's still there? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was a big thing. I, keep in mind, this is a time... This is the exact yeah. time when Abu Ghraib hit. Do you remember the controversy over Abu Ghraib, if that sounds familiar? Wait, they were stacking up detainees and making them fuck the each prison. other. Yeah. Was yeah. It the prison? Yeah, the army yeah, fuckers. The, so. Yeah, the army prison. The, they I were doing... Yeah, and they were, like, they had them in ma- taking fo- photos, kind of, like, uh, humiliating yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that went out to the media, the press, and now we got microscopes under yep. our eyes, and it was like, man, what the fuck? Like, you know. That, that that's of... that's when they wanted the Marines to take control of the prisoners because they follow the books and everything else. Yeah. But there was a lot of shit that was going under the books. Like, uh, some of the, the detainee uh, holding areas or when they were talked to, one place had like four, yeah. air, four air conditioners and the other one had uh, four heaters, and yeah. we would move them back and forth to, yeah. to mind fuck them. <laughs> yeah. 
this. We don't yeah. talk about that. Oh, man. Good then, times. How, good time. how long is the... I don't know. It's been like 10 years. 10 right? years. We're good. We're in the clear. Are here. we? Yeah. <laughs> no one doesn't. Is that how that clause works? I don't know, man, but that's funny. But I do remember a lot of the... Uh, tech, there, there's no pictures, though. Yeah. Let's go back to waterboarding. <laughs> Donald Trump's, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyways um oh, yeah but, but the only good thing i gotta say about that when i i think that was my time in history whatever i busted my ass for that yeah and i got a chance to go to dubai man oh, nice. you did some uh when you got to the uh, Qatar trip and yep. all that that was a uh, pretty cool man well you always did uh you did a smart thing you kept it friendly with the higher ups the people in charge yeah and then, you got rewarded for it man you you got to go that's pretty cool man not a lot of people can say that, that that's where you cup the balls that's what yeah. i gotta say you cup the ball <laughs> how was that over there man Are you guys, yeah. so you you're in the middle east it's still technically the middle east technically whether, the middle east yeah but, so we're in but Ku- it's definitely Kuwait, not iraq yeah, you know yeah. not iraq so it's qatar so people there's mercedes and bentley's all over the place yeah. that's the common car you know where honda's over here that's what they had over there yeah and uh, it, it's funny because we arrived over there. We're two Marines. They tell us to take off our rank. They tell us, hey. You went with uh, Panzergrau. Yeah, Panzergrau. Um, big old white boy from uh, Iowa. Cerna went too, no? Yeah, Cerna went also. And uh, so that's the only reason why uh, I was able to do what I I could do. So as soon as we landed, and plus I was 30 years old at the time, they thought so I was an officer. Like, excuse me, sir, do you have a room uh, waiting for you? I go, yes, I do. <laughs> So I, I just played along with it. So I got a room. I got a bottle of Jack Daniels. And the other guys had to all sleep in like a big 12-man tent. Say, you got that way with that because you were married or something? You said you yeah, were, you, your wife is meeting? I told them that my wife is flying down from Kuwait. Uh, because uh, I heard other people saying that. And like, yeah, my wife's flying down. So I got a room. I got a bottle of by Jack Daniels. By yourself. Yeah, by that. myself. Everybody else had to share like one big tent. But the ones who were having meeting their their their, their spouses, their significant yeah. other, yeah, they, so they can fuck for a while. Yeah. And then I met some army chicken, and I brought her into the room, and she thought so I was an officer. So she was all starstruck. <laughs> and so we had to actually fly back, and I put on my rank as lance corporal, and she was like a sergeant yeah. in the army, and she's like, uh, "I thought so you were a captain." I go, "What? <laughs> no, I'm." Captain America went, I'm fucking, but then I'm I'm a Lance Corporal. I'm Sergeant of the Guard, though. Yeah, but that was good times. Because they were checking everyone's ID and fucking uh, uh, leaving because they want to know who's going where. (laughs) But I just remember the the officer staff looking at me like, you motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. That's hilarious, man. It's not as big a deal as they think Mm -hmm. But how was it over there? The ex- not just the experience, but like uh, the view. The no, you, you, do, you know, it was beautiful. I I got to go skiing. What? That's they tight. they they had a like a oh, twenty story mall, and it has a ski yeah, fucking facility in indoors, Dubai. Yeah, yeah it's all indoor. Oh, that's crazy. So I'm fucking skiing in fucking Dubai, fucking going over there, Cernas tobogganing down, that's fucking Panzergrau, fucking uh, hitting the slums. I'm like, ah, right, yeah, it's fucking good. Then we went to. Uh, Fuck, what, what's it called over here? Uh, it's about Signal Hill. Applebee's. Oh, yeah. Well, they had an Applebee's, so I asked for it. Can I have a BLT? Oh, we don't have that. Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, why not? Of course can, you asked you, me that. Can, can I have a beer? Yeah, we don't we don't serve beer here. No, I go, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted a BLT and a beer. <laughs> uh, so we ended up following some Australian guys back to their hotel, and they, uh, they had a full bar. Of course they did. Australian yeah. boys. You know, Those but, motherfuckers, they, they, they live the life. The yeah, Australian and British, when they go overseas, they, yeah. they know they how to live. They do it right, too, man. Mm-hmm. They take tough, care of their own. Tough son of bitches, too. That's tight, man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know you going skiing out there. Yeah. What else they had out there? What uh, and, and then I went on a fucking on a boat ride. They were jumped into whatever river it was. I got to see the the Palm Islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever see on National Geographic, whatever in Dubai, they have uh, the world map little little islands that they make. Mm. So oh, the man made ones. Yeah, the man made ones. Oh, they, yeah. They just- yeah. Spread out. yeah, and that was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Uh, I got to jump in the water, fucking salty ass water. You float for fucking days over there. Uh, I went to the Gold District. Uh, it, it was pretty cool. You know what? It was one of the highlights of, of my life that yeah. I experienced. And, and and then, like I said, I had my boy from Iowa and my boy from Cali, Serta. And I said, hey, just follow my lead and let's go for it. I go, we got no rank. No one knows who the fuck we are. Yeah. But we're, as long as you walk the walk, people don't, don't that, ask you, you shit. You know what? That's something I learned from you very early on. That's a, uh, like, you know, you're called mm-hmm. as long as you walk the walk and for most people don't question you. Yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right. You know, you, you do that mentality, you know, you walk into a place and you know, you own the place. You, yeah. You say, Hey, I'm the biggest shit here. until so someone tries to knock you off. And yeah. Like, uh, you don't belong here. What? Yeah, Are so, you sure? yeah, yeah. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> and that kind of attitude will get you pretty far, you know. Yeah, it does. I used to carry a clipboard during my first uh, five years in the military. Absolutely. Yeah. Because uh, if you had a clipboard walking around, they knew you're making collecting for a working party. Did you hear about that story that uh, some guy robbed a Seven Eleven ATM? With a clipboard, and the guy just let him do it because he because he had a clipboard and yeah. glasses on. Yeah, it was this was like years, like decades ago, maybe a, hmm. maybe like 20, 30, 15 years ago. Yeah, but, he pulls out the ATM. Yeah, he's like he he comes back in a dolly, but he's just asking questions, looking official. Like, oh, okay, how when was this put in? Okay, cool. And then he comes back, okay, with a clipboard, like, oh, we're back taking for maintenance. The clerk never questions anything because he doesn't know any better. And some guy looks official, and it's that it's yep. really that attitude that you have, though. Hey, that's that's sheeple. That's that's the one thing I yeah. pray on. Uh, yeah. Title dictate behavior. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, clerks. Man. Good times. Good times. Yeah, I bet. Uh, all right, we're coming close to the end. Um, I, before we continue, this is a great conversation. Thank you very much for joining us once again for the Thank uh, you episode for having 59 me. of Snooze and Booze. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. You um, know, I, I love coming down over here. This is my uh, my my Zen garden now. That mm-hmm. uh, I get to say whatever the hell I want, no repercussions. Uh, that's, yeah. what, that's what the podcast <laughs> is about, man. Absolutely. Uh, there's repercussions, but I hear them. You know, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> It's your turn now. Hey, that's true. <laughs> that is a little true. Uh, Lofi, any last minute thoughts? Anything uh, you know? You bring up from the last episodes or something throughout the week? I'm like, oh, this would be interesting to talk about on the Tuesday, something like that. Man, I did, but I can't remember for the last. <laughs> yeah, write those down. So yeah, you, I constantly. You know what? Actually, there wasn't on my note. I know I've kept a couple things in my notes. Like, oh, this would be good. Remember mm-hmm. to bring this up. Let me see if I if I uh, if they make sense because sometimes I used to do this with jokes that I'd think of jokes in premises and I'd write whatever I was in. But most of the time I was pretty, <laughs> excuse me, I was pretty drunk or pretty fucked up. 
And then I look at them the next morning. They're like, oh, what was it? I finally said it. And it's completely incoherent. And I cannot. <laughs> it's mostly just a punchline. I can't even think of what the setup was. Like, this sounds so stupid. Uh, yeah. Let's see if that works the same way. Who here. should direct the next or the Justice League movie? Who should direct it? Yeah. Who? That's a good it's question. Not Zach. George Miller. Superman. George Miller should direct it. Mm-hmm. Superman should direct it. Uh, I think George Miller should direct it. And if you're not familiar with him, he just did the Mad Max films. Yeah. I like that one. Mad Max. Yeah. Fear Road is a shit. Man. Excuse me. Huh. Uh, this sounds like like I was trying to be clever or philosophical. I'm pretty sure I was just drunk, but uh, it's not even a, a question. It's just uh. I don't know what it is to be a man. I just know what it is to be me. And that's like trying to hold my life together as I'm falling apart. So that's, Who said this? I did. <laughs> not not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, Angus and Major Payne and Clifford and Killjoy 1 and 2. I think those are movies I'm supposed to order. <laughs> um, uh, see. I'm sorry. ICP at Kids Party. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> Uh, anyone else Very not anyone else not give a shit about Blackfish and still want to see Shamu do tricks? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that was a yeah, joke. Yeah, that's because uh, I think that Shamu a... is no longer going to breed. They're going to make him. Uh, oh, I fucking... heard that. Last Generation yeah. and SeaWorld, right? Last Generation do their thing. They're going to cut off his dick or something. <laughs> really? So they, so they don't breed. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's up, everybody? Um, what are you doing? FaceTime sperm or? whale. Um, uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Oh, all right. Um, nice. What's up, Snapchat word? Well, okay. So that's about it, right? We're bringing it up to the coming to the end or whatever. <laughs> what's going on? Okay. Last minute thoughts from you, Quadra. Um, let's see. Uh, some tips for the kids out there. Yeah. Uh, don't play in the street. Uh, don't take candy from strangers. Mm-hmm. And uh, roofie yourself constantly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Lovey, last minute thoughts from you, buddy. Uh, shit. Um. Uh, what kind of shoes do sexual predators wear? Oh, that sounds like a good one. Uh, I, I don't even try to guess. I want to just uh, go ahead. White Vans. Mm, nice. Funny. That's nice. funny. I like it. But uh, still, that, could you do me a favor and say your Kurt Cobain eyes joke one more time? That's a good Yeah, let's get another one on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. Uh, so, so you guys know uh, what color Kurt Cobain's eyes were, right? What? Wait, what? Yeah, I think so. What color, <laughs> yeah. what color eyes were they? Yeah, his eyes were blue. One blue this way, one blue that way. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oh man, that's good time. That's a good one. I, I, dude, I've never heard that one before. That's not bad. Not too bad at all. Oh, the nerve. Uh, yeah, nerve. Uh, uh, optical <laughs> one. All right, guys. That's uh, very much. Thank you once again for joining us with this um, episode fifty nine of Snooze and Booze. Uh, once again, I'd like to thank our guest, uh, special guest host Quadra. Uh, okay. All right, people. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Can I continue with my outro now? Is that good with you? <laughs> oh, oh, so this is not my show? <laughs> Welcome to the Quadra. <laughs> Welcome to the Quadra Hour. 
Uh, what's well, like, welcome to Quadra's date rape hour. Yeah. We uh, we'll try to roof you. All right, man. Thanks again for uh, coming on. This was a great conversation, Anytime, man. Anytime, brother. Anytime. We got some good laughs, some good tears, and some good beers. Yeah. Uh, that should be the outro. That should be our new outro. Not too bad. Not too bad. All right, Luffy. All right. Well, shit. You know what? This has been snooze and booze with good laughs, good tears, and good beers. And we'll, uh, no, that's it, right? I was gonna say we'll catch you on the flip side, but no, where I'm double mixing. Yeah, you gotta make up a new one. No, no, fuck it. Well, I mean, just so we do one for snooze and booze in general. I guess that could oh, be the okay, snooze gotcha. and booze. Gotcha. Okay, this. Why is... does your mic look like a giant penis? <laughs> this one looks like yeah. a penis. That one looks like a ball. Yeah, well, trust me, we know. Instead of uh, two balls, one penis. It's two penises, one ball. Nice. Do you cup it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, this is Susan Booze and with tears and fears. Nope, that wasn't it. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, 